Welcome to Neon Podcast Evangelion, your number one source for high quality Neon Genesis Evangelion facts. High fidelity. Right. Quality, high fidelity. Podcasting podcast. quality. None higher. Yeah. Across the internet. The survey's been taken and the response has been a resounding yes. Do more of these. <laughs> right. 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 We rounded we rounded up. <laughs> so a uh, first item of business we'd like to open with an apology for the quality of our last episode yeah so we did have microphones and mixers uh when it finally came out it was yeah we were listening to it and it it did not have uh quality <laughs> quality was recording. not yeah one of the quality was not one of the elements that was included in the last yeah. podcast yeah um it's fun to listen to it um <laughs> it's, not. it's not fun to listen to no, no we were gonna we were gonna scrap it but yeah yeah it was it was uh it was this close to the to the bin steve listened to it yeah um and, and then i thought it, there's some kind of it, we were having a good time and so that's what that's what this is all about really it's <laughs> really it was vanity yeah that yeah <laughs> i didn't i didn't want <laughs> sort of vanity sure i didn't want the laughs to uh to go into the rubbish bin because just I enjoyed having yeah. having a record of it. So anyway, we uh, clean. You know what I just thought of is we did like the first Evangelion podcast like that on purpose. Right, right, <laughs> right. We went into it saying, you know what, we'll start here, and it will be um, quotes fun for the audience to <laughs> to go along in this ride and see how we improve. Yeah. And so anyway, <laughs> we're back to square one. <laughs> right. Last week we haven't improved at all. And we were riding kind of the 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 wave of fun <clears throat> we were having and thought, well, we're skilled enough to just turn on the mic here and start podcasting. Yeah. Uh, that start was, the recording. That was just uh, just utter hubris. You can listen to it right at the start say, hey, we decided to just start playing right now. Is this fine? Yeah. yeah. Sounds fine. <laughs> sounds fine. <laughs> Records for three and a half hours. Oh, my God. Our longest <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Through the microphone of Mike's laptop. That's all right. Well, so in uh, in penance um, for that, as well as a... Uh, <laughs> as well as a feedback of um, not exactly being tight on the actual purpose of the podcast as well facts about evangelion oh right yeah. we've decided to slow our roll a little bit yeah um and go in for a an a uh, an informational mm-hmm. uh plug cast so i was calling it like an installment it's right a new installment uh, or another installment right and anography right <laughs> yeah we never did get the pronunciation straight for me <laughs> on that yeah our our uh popular um, long-running series, Hideaki Anoography. 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 Mm-hmm. We um, will break down the uh, uh, the episode coming up here. Um, this is the first Steve has seen of the plans for the episode two, so it'll be oh, should <laughs> it'll I... be vital for us as well. Should I get to the music? Cue? Oh right, we, <laughs> the, uh, the remaining not... elements of the of the it introduction. It just says music cue. It does not oh, yeah. say which music. Oh, so yeah, we were busy uh, tying up the sound, and of course, then didn't do any of the other things we we're supposed to do. Yeah. So keep talking, Mike. Oh, right. Filler. Okay. <laughs> Let's find. Uh, yeah. It's always telling when large, uh, large numbers of bullet points um, on our script are, are left wide open.
there's two elements the the danger element of the podcast for anybody who listened <laughs> to the last one considering listening to another one yeah there's an appropriate amount of dread yeah the date this is the danger zone <laughs> right yeah. how how will it sound how long will it be we don't know because we're not going to check it now we won't know until it's over will i even be able to hear the facts of questionable truthiness i don't, I don't know <laughs> uh this little this little delicious morsel of music is called ava zero zero and it's used for the first time ever to introduce myself, Michael Ayers. And I'm Steve Ayers. Uh, we're known as the Cousins Ayers. <laughs> a joke I made one time two years ago when <laughs> writing one of the descriptions. This is Neon Podcast Evangelion. Uh, welcome. Welcome. We're going to spend this episode going over um, one of the hot new uh, Hideaki Anno documentaries that have been released in the wake of Evangelion, uh, the Rebuild Film 3.0 plus 1.0. I think you're saying it's the hottest thing. <laughs> uh, well, on, so. well, we we, uh, we were going to do three documentaries, but only got to one. Right. Yeah, so I had to drop the plural off of a lot of things. Well, we were going to finish this podcast in uh, <laughs> a few weeks. Right. <laughs> so. But in homage to the Rebuild series, we uh, we decided to extend it for, for years. Yeah. So this. Uh, so what we did, uh, did you already say, we watched the documentary. I didn't specify which one. Oh, okay. We're going to we cover yeah. uh, the documentary, The Final Challenge of Evangelion. I thought it would be just as well to do our, our usual rundown of the details of the episode oh, except for, up for this us? documentary. Oh, okay. Oh, that was a perfect time for it. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, good, we good. have a... Uh, so here's the uh, the subject, uh, Japanese title, Farewell, All Evangelion, 1214 Days of Hideaki Anno, or um, another Japanese uh, apparent title, Professional Hideaki Anno Special. I like them both. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, English title, Hideaki Anno, the final challenge of Evangelion. He, he, Hideaki Anno, the Thank final. You. Okay. I don't Hideaki know. Hideaki Anno. I honestly don't know either. We could just vacillate between a lot of pronunciations <laughs> yeah. and then get feedback You'd probably from a, get an angry yeah. audience. I don't think. <laughs> uh, it's good. That's good. And uh, then I, I have the, uh, the kanji up here. This seems a little bit like. 301 when you're in 201 though oh as far as reading the, the oh okay goes. uh let's see it's kind of far puro who she puro who she professional professional uh i don't know those other ones <laughs> in the uh the uh the infinity sign <laughs> and then the the sag the sagging it's professional uh, cross. something special <laughs> If I had a little more time, I might be able to read those. What I like about this kanji as a uh, <laughs> oh, as a, as a gaijin. Hideaki name in kanji. Right. It starts out very like, oh, you can handle this. And then it goes Hideaki. insane in the middle. Yeah. 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 That must be Hideaki Anno. Are these different oh, yeah. um, writing languages? Uh, oh, that's kanji. Yeah. And then the other ones are katakana, and it's used to spell words that are not japanese most of the time so it's the, it's professional and special but spelled with japanese characters oh, i kind of vaguely knew that 
It's yeah. like one goes in newspapers, and the other goes in like <laughs> like uh, bodice rippers. I I don't know what that means, but oh, that's uh, that's uh, <laughs> um, sounds, still, sounds uh, nasty. books for yeah books for uh, married women or uh, oh bodice ri- oh or men always, who uh, they're always tearing like, asunder yeah, their yeah, a, corset yeah like a man with a huge chest with his with his ah barrel yeah and, he, and he's tearing uh, open the chopping, bodice of chopping the, cords he's of chopping wood. cords of women. <laughs> And the, yes. and the frontier woman is watching from the porch <laughs> with a baby on his Just back. Using a, yeah. a hanky to fan herself. And let me try the transcription. Sayonara, sobete no evangelion, ano hideaki no 1214 nichi. Uh, where is he? Oh, oh, you highlighted yeah, it. Yeah. Sayonara, that's goodbye. Everyone knows that one. Subete means like all. So subete no evangelion would mean all of evangelion. This is tremendously facts dense so far. <laughs> We're succeeding. <laughs> I'm translating for you. <laughs> by by copying and pasting things directly from IMDb. Yeah. This is going very well. <laughs> um, directed by Aki Kubato, um, who has no other, no other credits on IMDb. Oh, Must okay. be a super fan. Yeah. Aki Kubota. Aki Kubota. And this is an NHK produced. Just uh, like the national yeah. Hong Kong oh, television. NHK. But it must be. It might, no, it's Nihon Oh, yeah, something. it must be. Ah, yeah, Japanese. Um, released uh, in the U.S. and Japan uh, in April 2021, right after the hmm. 4th Rebuild film came out. Um, and you can find it on Amazon Prime. I oh, did. we're not we're not giving away free advertising. Ah, well, you could also find it on NHK, bleep, bleep, a go state back organization. Back. Go bleep. <laughs> no <laughs> way. Amazon no Prime. Look at Bezos is like, I'm gonna buy another boat. <laughs> another hair grew out of his scalp every time someone it's says working. Amazon Prime. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, thought we would um, present a, a quick overview oh, of the yeah. Uh, of the oh, that's a good, that's a question I had. So. Can you spoil a documentary? Is are there spoilers here? I had thoughts about that too. In that, it's it's probably a nice break for people listening to this podcast, um, theoretically, because <laughs> <laughs> in the event, um, because most things that we most things that we uh, talk about is just like kind of a um, a uh, an overview of variable quality of something they've already seen. That's true. Yeah. Whereas in this case. They probably haven't seen. Might it. not have seen this, right? But I would so. also say probably there weren't. They weren't going to go watch it, and and maybe after listening to this, they'll have a change of heart and go watch it. Right. Or you could pause the podcast right now and go watch it. It's, oh, that's right. It's not that long, actually. Right. I I, I listen to uh, a few movie podcasts, and I I never watch what they're talking about okay. but i always enjoy it so let's do that let's assume that they've watched it or they don't want to watch it or they don't mind and we won't pretend that we're going to spoil anything mm-hmm. uh i mean again it's a documentary it's not like there's a twist or anything <laughs> well and and the he was dead <laughs> yeah you know, yeah that's <laughs> right turns out <laughs> it's a very weekend at bernie's scenario yeah. this documentary is <laughs> giving us <laughs> oh that's right i was thinking of the sixth sense but weekend at bernie's works too um well, I thought that primarily what we might do um, this is this is one version of how this podcast could go <laughs> is use this uh, documentary as a vehicle to talk about the director. Uh, oh, you know, yeah. Cover cover kind of the the documentary, and then after the break, um, maybe I, I I sketched out sort of a, a skeleton of what we what we could try to do 
but you know wherever it takes us okay so so the documentary <laughs> whatever <laughs> yeah whatever happens by then at two and a half hours in um so the documentary uh as the title says um covers the production of evangelion um 3.0 plus 1.0 i no longer remember if that's the actual name of the film or not um but yeah. the, the fourth rebuild film, <laughs> yeah. um, including uh, an extended hiatus as uh, Ano um, Ano San was getting his um, kind of his mind uh, right to to finish the series properly, right? Uh, finish the the uh, the franchise properly. Yeah, the documentary actually takes a really good look at sort of the motivation mm-hmm. that he looked for. I guess I, I read some you know some other supplementary material about the documentary online and in general it felt like he didn't want to be a focus of the documentary because he's a he's a he's a great guy essentially and we wanted to give credit to the workings going around him and he i guess we can get into this but he says you know several times especially early on when he has more interest in the documentary yeah why are you filming me yeah i'm boring i'm a boring dude <laughs> yeah. and um we can go on into it again but he's but he's you know he's not he's not wrong yeah as the kids say um, <laughs> a lot of uh a lot of what's going on around him is you know like the creation of this 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 cutting edge film um but also i think you know kind of as an overall context for me watching it i think this is a documentary that Number one, you would only be interested in at all if you were interested in the series, but then maybe only just. Yeah. Really, you're interested <laughs> in it if you're interested in learning about this guy, which we were. Yeah. So <laughs> that's a good point. Like, who even watches this documentary? Right. Like, how did they convince them to give them <laughs> money and access? <laughs> to make it well they ask him at one point right and yeah he, they ask him why did you agree to do this yeah it's hard to tell the tone of, <laughs> of the discussion. That, i'm thinking from an american standpoint i bet in japan like, like a ton of people are like well th- yeah right in japan like we <laughs> yeah. we always assume that in japan like they're chomping at the bit for a chance to watch this guy yeah. sleep in his chair um, yeah yeah or like he's a famous on, personality on yeah he's one of <laughs> presumably for all we know he's one of like the big creators in yeah. japan so it so it goes over the production and um it doesn't show a lot of interesting tech it yeah. doesn't really show a lot of drama about the production besides just kind of the overarching like i said he he works on it he takes a break he gets back to it but if i enjoyed it quite a lot and uh, you know as someone who's thought about this dude you know, known his name for the last 25 years and right. thought about him off and on. This was, you know, this added 90% to my, you know, 10% <laughs> relative amount of information I knew about him. So I, I had a great time with it. Yeah. I think also just seeing like, I mean, it gets into his, uh, his past and uh, his upbringing and mm-hmm. childhood and, uh, and his school days and whatever. It's kind of cool to see how you can see that's reflected in his work. And I'd, I'd heard about that stuff, but then hearing it just come straight from him. Yeah, yeah. It reminded me a lot of uh, of our other resource, Gwern, who who says, you know, I think this guy, in a sense, is pretty straightforward about his work. Yeah. Um, he doesn't he doesn't spell it out for you, but he but he's not like really hard to understand, and this work isn't that hard to understand if you have the patience. Yeah. To listen long enough to him, and he and yeah. he is like that. Uh, Ano, he's. He drops hints and he's very like 
slow and quiet and whatnot but but you can you can as an evangelion fan you can get at the entire series i felt from like just this bit of watching him like i felt like i got it like yeah. i know this guy i know yeah. him already <laughs> i watched yeah. this show I like he's, i know him better all, than he knows himself. it's all there he's yeah. put it into it just like he says i, I know what you mean I, I think he's like a pretty straight he's a straight shooter he doesn't uh beat around the bush <laughs> he's not he's not being coy at all yeah he's not yeah, uh, he, yeah he's, he's uh yeah he's not he's not a joker yeah <laughs> this guy yeah he's he's a he's a he's a, a strong japanese you know like classic japanese dude so how, how do we how do we want to do this do you want to just sort of go blow by blow through it and um, yeah yeah peel uh, out the we notes we're not going to have it playing on tv in here Unless you have a way to set it up in like you know thirty seconds. No, I think that would yeah. So <laughs> be hard. Uh, we're gonna have to go from memory, so we're not gonna do screenshots this time. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're you're fancy, not get a frame by frame. Fancy technology. Yeah, there won't yeah. be a favorite shot. Actually, there is, I do have a favorite shot. No, I, I kept that in at the end. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay. Good. Because good, I have I have a favorite shot. Now that I think about it. Okay, I got pulled up. I have a couple. My, my notes here. Um, I have a couple favorite shots. So if if you pick one and turns out you picked my favorite shot i'll do the other one <laughs> i do i do have a favorite shot we'll see if i remember it by the end <laughs> okay um yeah so so i don't know uh where do we me... start I, I there was a really great quote when it when it first turns on and it says i think it's an on quote he says i push and push to see how far the work can go mm, yeah that summarizes his character yeah uh, very well he is uh what's i don't know turn of phrase consummate artist right this guy like he's he and it's it's another of what i associate uh for right or wrong i'll just put this on me but it's like a very (laughs) strong japanese character Uh of he says at another point like and and uh i think miyazaki says it of it and pretty much everyone associated with says it of him like he would die for this yeah and actually now that you mentioned that at one point miyazaki says like he just kept giving him the hardest stuff to do oh not miyazaki Miyazaki? it was uh another mentor oh that's right they called him famous artist that's right so here i'm already (laughs) mixing up the names but uh (laughs) but yeah 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 it's like uh just keep oh it was it was when he was uh he had just done the daikon now, now I'm, I'm hopping around in my memory. Well, it was here, early but... career, and this yeah. guy had hired him on as like an upcoming artist, yeah, and giving yeah. him key animation and stuff, and seeing how seeing how much he could push him. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was one of my favorite sequences. Yeah, uh, and it was such a, it's such just like again, kind of Japanese like cruelty. Yeah, of like, but it's not... like good natured cruelty in, in its way. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it fits it fits yeah. with the it also fits with the culture of animation production, like. Um, I mean, especially what what I know about Eastern animation production of just sweatshop labor. Right. It's like IT over here. That's what I keep wondering too. Uh, in that same sense, the way he, I, I don't, even, I don't even want to say the way he treats his staff, because you can tell that he has a lot of respect for them. Mm-hmm. But he he really pushes with them that he doesn't know what he wants, and they're obviously very frustrated by it. Mm-hmm. But what he wants them to do is just create stuff so that he can yeah. pick out what he yeah. likes. You it's know? that, that confident, that confident teacher. Yeah. Or he has an idea like you do the idea. And then when I see it, I'll know if that's the one, if right. that's the right way to do it. You're right. And he does that again yeah. and again to his staff, but it's like, you know, he's learned that that's how you get the best work out of someone. It's just, mm-hmm. 
be very cruel to them and, and ambiguous and and it works because he, they want to have they want to have worked on this and that's what he says yeah yeah again all this stuff is like it all it all works it all makes sense i feel like i'm talking about evangelion because it's like yeah it all works if you if you if you get it if you understand it and put the pieces together uh, like they want to be involved in Evangelion, the staff. Yeah, they're um, they're in a culture where like you give your all for something, and that's like you said, that's how he that's how he grew mm-hmm. up learning how to do it. And it's almost like if you don't want to do it, like you don't have to stay, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> and even you know what one of his staff even says at one point, like you know, if you like Evangelion, like don't let that. You know, be a parent, <laughs> right? You should get sick of it. You better like it <laughs> yeah. at the end. Yeah, <laughs> if, if you like it now, and yeah, you know, if you think you really like it now, we'll see after these trials if you <laughs> right. still like it, and then you'll yeah. know. Yeah, the way he says that, the way he says that, like that shouldn't be an element of why you work here because, yeah. but it's kind of an expectation <laughs> if, that you're just going to get grind ground uh, to a fine powder. <laughs> I, yeah. I read um, several essays and. Uh, talks from Miyazaki uh, in the last couple of years. He he has a he has a series of two books where it's just like a, a lot of work, a lot of talks he's given out. Basically, you know, talks to colleges and animation groups and whatever. Oh, okay, and yeah. it's the same stuff. It's the same like, hey, when I was a kid, like they didn't give a crap about us. Like you you got <laughs> yeah. into you got into the factory and you hunched down over that piece of paper and you wrote you you drew for for twenty hours. Yeah. And then you would have, like go get something to eat and sleep for an hour, and then you would get right back onto it, and that's that's what you do. Yeah, but I think I think when Anno was young and he was he was part of a cog in one of those big wheels, he uh, I think he still liked doing it because the yeah, there's the something about you him. get from his mentor. <laughs> yeah, uh, the impression you get from his mentors is that no matter how hard they push, he just keeps doing it. He doesn't leave. He doesn't quit. He yeah. doesn't even go home. He'll stay there. Yeah. And he doesn't bathe. It's like he was he in the right place back. at the right time. Yeah. Like they do this to everyone. Yeah. And then eventually you find the genius. Just like his mentor said, like, yeah, yeah I, I I, destroy all of my students. <laughs> and then I found one that yeah. like he fits in this. You know, yeah. it, it could have been any kind of art form. You know, different people excel in because they have different qualities or whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, you got to be a math genius to be uh, to be a genius programmer, to be, you know, in animation at that time. You just have to have an endless like appetite yeah. for it, <laughs> insatiable in his uh, desire to create good animated stuff. Yeah. Um, do you, I, I just had an idea just to sort yeah. of completely crash this train. <laughs> Let's do something else entirely. No, for the uh, next so hour. I I have like the way I did my notes. Yeah. Um, no, is I just sort of wrote. I just sort of wrote like quotes down and statements, but maybe we could just sort of pick through it because it's I did it chronologically. If it's not apparent to the audience, this is the time we've done <laughs> nearly this much preparation of something we've watched. Ah, preparation. It's boring. <laughs> this is the good stuff. So uh, the other thing is, um, I guess the main question was, because they, they did this documentary when they were uh, at the beginning of production of the fourth rebuild. And is this, this is like 2013? And yeah, like the films right. are still kind of actually coming out yeah. at this point. <laughs> like it took a while to get the third one out, but it was still a they couple do show of dates. years. Do you remember what dates? Well, I remember jumping from 2013, yeah. I think, to 2019. Yeah, when when he okay. had his uh his uh you know professional professional transition there away from Evangelion. 
so what really kind of kicks off the documentary is he it's it's after the series has ended Mm -hmm. and i think uh I, I guess I guess they start out maybe telling you why he decided to do the rebuilds. Yeah, well they yeah they add a dramatic element. Yeah, there. and so they, there's this quote, another one too. So the, the final episode comes out, and Anno thinks that he's nailed it. Like, okay, yeah, it's finished, yeah. and and he's really pleased with what he's put out there. Mm-hmm. But then he says, uh, referring to the audiences, and and this is too, this is interesting too interesting too because there was like no Twitter or Facebook. You know, it's really just like reviews and newspapers. So and did, and, he, and mail, handwritten mail. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> People like really angrily sitting down yeah. on their on their desk and and just like the, the the desk lamp is shining. It's very dark in the room, and they're just angrily scribbling out a mm-hmm. letter to him about <laughs> whatever, making death threats and stuff. I mean, didn't he say he was receiving death threats? Yeah, he's like. Uh, he's like the 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 Ota king, right? He's like yeah. the ultimate the ultimate dork. And before the internet comes around, he receives what all like dorks now are used to. It's like um, is intense it, criticism from other dorks, right? It's like uh, <laughs> that woman from um, when the first new Star Wars came out, and uh, her her name was Rose something. Mm, um, the uh, the 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 lady actor. Yeah, yeah. But she you know she had an Instagram, and she was getting just like. You know, right. I think people were mad that she was Asian. Yeah, maybe. she wasn't like a, a tall, <laughs> gorge, white woman. Yeah, I, I wish I could remember her name. Yeah. See, if I had done preparation, I'd have it in my <laughs> notes. Okay. Rose, maybe names, that was the character's name. Among our Rose. weak points, names are a weak point within yeah. our weak points. <laughs> yeah, so, anyway, uh, you know, if if Anno had Instagram, I wonder if he would have just, like, been fed up and turned off his Instagram. And Oh, yeah. To, I mean, just... He you know, took it. He took it very hard. This is yeah. this is when Neon Genesis Evangelion ends, right? The series. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. So, and then uh, in the documentary, they had this other quote to uh, clumsily seg into. <laughs> it's not understood at all, and that troubles me. Yeah, I'm not really out. Yeah, I'm not really. I'm not really cut out for anime. This will be my best one. I love it. He takes it so hard. Right, and, and that quote, I think, is. I think that's when he's when he's trying to figure out how to end rebuild. Yeah. Yeah. So is he, he, uh, Oh, is that what, is that what it was? <laughs> they don't say what yeah. it is. And actually I Maybe think I squished I two quotes together. But there, no, but, no, I mean, it, it, but the, I'm not cut out for anime. It's like, um, but later <laughs> you're the, like the best. At it. You're, like, you're <laughs> like probably these, anyone would say you're in the top five. You're probably third. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, if you asked American audiences, they would put, um, uh Miyazaki on top yeah. and uh uh the the Akira guy maybe second yeah. or something maybe like uh Husada Mamosu right. Mamosu with a, yeah yeah but he's up there I mean yeah. he's, he's really good in in the little bit of the other documentary I watched the fireside chat yeah um the you know it's meant to be between two dudes who are leading creative figures right Hideaki Anno and and his director right oh it's another guy they're meeting for the first time I see you know that they sit down like oh nice to meet you yeah let me pick your brain then Anno looks at the screen he says I promised them a lot of awkward silence (laughs) but the the one guy is is a obviously like a very animated like Uh talk show yeah, it seems yeah. like almost guy like oh no no he good he's a really yeah, like yeah, fast yeah. talking and uh-huh. he's like he's like well I'll tell you what I'm going to do because this is what I do is I'm going to end up filling the silence with bad humor uh, because that's what <laughs> yeah, I can do and yeah, then can't stop talking. yeah and this guy can <laughs> provide the insight um, 
when I get on that. But um, yeah, that's what the uh, the other fellow says of Ano. He says, "Yeah, I was nervous to do this." Ano says, "Why?" Yeah, and he says, "Well, Hideaki you're Ano, like a God, yeah, yeah, you're a <laughs> yeah. national treasure." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he tells yeah. him. He says, "Well, you're a national treasure." Yeah, um, yeah, that's one thing I got too. And actually, I wrote it in here. It's kind of skipping ahead a little bit, but Ano yeah. has a he has a quote where he talks about. Um, maybe we'll come across. Oh, here we go. He says, animation, this is it. Animation is a lump of pure ego. Oh, right. Yeah. And the, the documentary person says, you know, who are you talking about? And, and he's like, it's a secret. He won't say. <laughs> um, and then he says something else like, uh, anyway. He slips sneaky things in there yeah, when he's talking. I, I think I know who he's talking about, but he, he would never ever say yeah it's his like mentor yeah and uh gave him his big break yeah is what i'm guessing yeah but um if you think about like uh miyazaki and ano they're very mm-hmm. different personalities right and ano seems very humble well, and that, reserved that interview and not at all interested in the spotlight <laughs> that little bit of interview with with ano i had those same with with miyazaki it was i had those same thoughts because it was hard to tell how much he's being humble yeah. Like Miyazaki is like a whole, you know, he's giving off this like, why are you even talking to me vibes? He's like, I didn't do anything. I just told him he should probably finish it. Well, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> just that little bit. But it's or, hard to tell with him. Yeah. <laughs> or I just think of it, it, the one thing in that one Miyazaki documentary where one of the animator guys, a 3D animator, has that like zombie AI I of that animation. Too. Yeah. And yeah. And uh, Miyazaki just admonishes him completely. Oh, he 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 destroys. It's, the yeah, poor it's young grotesque. Man. It's ugly. It's, like, it's if terrible. If you think this is beautiful, like you need to go home and think about the and world. Sends the guy home, like <laughs> literally sends him home in tears. Oh, he's, yeah, yeah. But this is from, from that guy's the best animator. Yeah, like and ever. he's probably your hero. Like this <laughs> yeah. was the biggest opportunity of your life was to get to show Ano <laughs> yeah, that's or true. To show Miyazaki your work. <laughs> that's true. And he. I mean, did the guy go home and just like choke himself out? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, I thought about that too in the sense of how they're opposites, Miyazaki and uh, uh, Ano in, in terms of technology. Yeah. Right. Like, um, you know, clearly, uh, like, let's take the, uh, the Nausicaa bit as an example. Uh-huh. Like Miyazaki pulled in this guy who could draw like violence you know and a, <laughs> yeah. and a horrifying monster because miyazaki's not interested in that yeah, stuff he doesn't or he wouldn't like want to so like yeah soil his pen his <laughs> he's pen like tip. i'm not gonna draw like all these people afraid he's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like what does that add to humanity like, <laughs> let's get this as he calls as he calls him an alien yeah. let's get this like weird broken human in here to create weird broken art yeah Anyway, I, I'm I'm yeah. definitely extrapolating, and Ano does not say he does not give up who he's. He could be talking about anybody, right? But that's immediately who I thought of was uh, Ano say when he, especially when he says animation is a lump of pure ego. <laughs> I was gonna go back to that that um, that foundational bit of him being uh, very upset by the. Uh, by by the the public's take on Evangelion because it's, yeah. it's so foundational yeah yeah um, and I think that I mean this is I'm probably the last person to make this observation but it it throws the the rebuild films into into sharp relief for me yeah about how he wanted to 
as everybody knows, like just first of all, remake the series. That was the original plan. Right. Um, and he describes that, you know, in a little bit more detail in this documentary, he, he, as, as Steve said, he, he says, well, I tried to make other things after Evangelion, you know, as, as kind of like as a way to move on, but everything I think is cool is in Evangelion. <laughs> right. Every, saying, yeah, everything, everything he I'm keeps making in, just sort of looks like Evangelion. It's Evangelion. I was trying to imagine, like, okay, well, I'll make a movie or make a show about uh, it's on another planet and there's spaceships and there's monsters and there's a, it's a guy who's trying to figure things out. And uh, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> it's like monsters, guys figuring things out. Technology. <laughs> I'm doing Evangelion again, aren't I? Yeah. I just so, put it in space. Yeah. So he's like, well, all my all my ideas look like Evangelion. Let's just make Evangelion. Evangelion. So so he's like, so I think he of course was like, well, I can't. Uh, as the first title of the film is, you cannot move on, right, or something like that. Uh, you cannot. You you are not alone. You're not alone. One of them. One of them. One at is some you point, cannot advance. You cannot advance. But it's yeah. it's that it's, um, <clears throat> like like the rebuild films ended up being you know a meditation on the series because it is a meditation on the series it's 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 um ano maturing sure um especially by the fourth film especially by the d part of the fourth film because he couldn't make anything else until he um and this is what i'm getting to is, is until he he satisfies the fans right until he's able to answer the feedback that it wasn't very good he thought it was good he yeah, thought it yeah. was great and he said i did the best i could there were some problems but this was this was the best I could. It wasn't good enough. Or we always look at it like because I mean I like the last couple last couple episodes, but oh yeah, they don't yeah. really um, they don't really hit the notes that I like the most about the series. <laughs> well, right. But 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 we always look at it like oh well maybe they were well and they did they kind of run out of money or uh, yeah it it it's known that it wasn't what was planned right. But it but it's. But Anno says that he was happy with it. It were yeah, yeah. It's He's like surprised that people didn't like it. Because they are good and <laughs> yeah. they like they he took what he could and he did he did amazing things with no budget for those last two. He turns yeah. he turns it into you know, high art essentially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like and it became one might say it's even something of a template for something that might show up in like a Bojack Horseman kind of kind of show <laughs> yeah, later yeah, like yeah. they would do that sort of thing as a lark like look how clever we are yeah just and, some real existential yeah like, uh self self uh analyzing right like oh let's like let's break down DC. the animation let's do yeah. it really cheap right yeah and then i think like a big stroke of uh of genius um and i've really like come really come to terms i think more than when we first talked about the the fourth film um with just how much i like it yeah. Um, especially as I learned now that D part is like the real, the real clincher. I think it's, I think it's masterful. And I think that with that, that D part, the last part, apparently of the, of the last rebuild film, he kind of redid the last couple episodes of, um, NGE and like what a, um, I don't know what you want to call it. Not, not like revenge, but like what a recovery or whatever, to take like the thing that you felt like destroyed you yeah. like doing like, okay, well I'll just do like instrumentality people. It'll be cheap and easy and it's kind of weird, but it works. And then use that as like the final clincher 
as like, well, this was the ending I thought was good. I'll do this. I'll do it good. I'll do it right. And that's what he uses for the last rebuild. It's like, well, I'll do, you know, like the instrumentality of Gendo and finish it out that way. Yeah. Um, it's just so cool. Yeah. I like I'm I, so well done. <laughs> so well done, sir. I'm just realizing that um, earlier when we were doing the music, I was adjusting the headphone knob and not the music knob. So Uh-oh. <laughs> the music had no fade out. So has it been playing <laughs> this whole time? No, no, no. It's turned off. <laughs> um um, yeah so i think that 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 um you can you can see the whole rebuild project as like his answer to trying to get right you know including like the the six-year break right from 2013 to 2019 was like no he was trying to like reach too far and too hard nobody got it he's like because they're giving him all his feet like, we can't do this. We don't understand it. Yeah. And then he has that meeting where he's, you know, you see him like, you can almost see his brain like folding in on itself, <laughs> like in, in despair of like, you know what? I, I thought it was understandable. I thought it was good. And it's like, he's, he's reliving the whole thing again. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's like, but I guess I need to do better. Yeah, okay. yeah. And then, and then production, I mean, you know, the timeline here, a little shaky, the documentary is a little shaky on presenting it, I think, but but then the production kind of shuts down because because he he tried again for the second time and he feels like he's going to fail. Yeah. And so he takes six long years <laughs> to yeah. get it right. Yeah. And and I think he nails it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think he spends a lot of time just saying that he he wants to do something that the fans will like and right and uh, again, so Japanese. Like yeah. I, like it doesn't matter. I'll do anything as long as the fans like it. Yeah, it's so Japanese a lot of and mis- it satisfies mis- his misstarts or or missteps and restarts. Um, should we go to another? Yeah, scribble go I got on here. Yeah, uh, the CGI director Daisuke Onitsuka. He says. Um, most directors point out the way a bit more. It would be faster if he told us what he wants. <laughs> I felt like watching this, you know, because a couple times we'd pointed out like, oh, this guy's also a director on the Rebuild films. But watching this, it made it pretty clear to me that Gendo is like fully steering this ship. <laughs> <laughs> what? Gendo, you mean? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, Freudian slip there. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> well, that's that's an interesting. Uh, uh, that's a whole other topic, slip, isn't though, because yeah, because uh, Gendo does know what he wants. Oh he's, yeah, he's very he's very focused on it. Yeah, that but, was. Uh, but we but, put a pin in that maybe for for later because I wanted to do a whole thing on that. Yeah. Like... <laughs> well, I was thinking was um, oh, I got a little close to the mic there. Uh, yes, he's right in your ear there for a moment. Hey, yes, what I was going? thinking was we. Uh, he, there's a moment in the documentary where he goes to that, um, studio where they have a miniature of the, Mm. of the camp. And it was a really, it was a good kind of example of how he can finally make some decisions, but, but it's like, I think he's more of a, um, well, he says it at one point too, he needs to have an idea in front of him so he can see it. And then he can decide oh, whether yeah. it's going to work. It's like I'm very visual. It's a failing of mine. <laughs> yeah. So he spends a lot of time um, like moving buildings around in that giant mm-hmm. miniature. And so much so that he's like hurting the next day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that That is true in um, 
other times where you see him doing directing like actively doing directing feedback yeah um like uh toward toward the end where you see one of the sequences from the 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 eiffel tower the eiffel tower suite sequence near the start of the film um with uh uh, the illustrious Mari Makanami mm-hmm. um, spinning around frantically, right, in her Evangelion, fending off uh, other giant robot monsters. And he pulls out, like, for <laughs> for what seems like maybe a five-second bit of animation, like eight criticisms yeah. of how, of where the zoom is and where the angle is and that it's boring. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I was watching that. And I was like, this looks great to me. Like, I have no, I have no comment. I have no feedback whatsoever. And yeah. he's like, He's so detail oriented in visuals about how how he wants it, how it's how it's going to look good. Doesn't he have? Uh, I mean, he has some comments like that too when he's um, he's working with the motion cap actors, and he's like trying oh, to yeah. frame them, and he keeps saying like, "Oh, this is a boring." I angle. love that phrase. He uses it all the time. Yeah, yeah, but ultimately, this is boring. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny too because the actors are like sitting around a table, like mm-hmm. in a freeze frame, you know, yeah. like in the middle of a. It's like the scene where they're having boring. a they're having like a meal, one of those like classic Misato <laughs> yeah. uh, apartment meal yeah. scene kind of looking things. Yeah, except but, nobody's eyes go huge and they throw their arms up and freeze. Yeah, <laughs> he's trying to take pictures and find good <laughs> angles. He yeah. he's, he's yeah. Back to the like the model village. Mm-hmm. The joke there that they do in the documentary is that he keeps saying, "Okay, that's fine, that's good." Right. And then he like he looks at it and he sees something else. But by the time he's done, it does look really good. Yeah. Like when he comes in, I didn't rewatch or anything. But when he comes in, you see it, and it's like yeah, it's like a haphazard pile of right a building. Yeah, yeah. And he looks at it he's like this is terrible. Oh, what was the other thing? Uh, <laughs> uh, what were they saying? I know I have it on here somewhere. He loves. Oh, they were going through his attributes. There's a point there where they oh, yeah. his attributes, and I, <laughs> maybe we shouldn't do them out of order. <laughs> or who cares? Let's do them out. Yeah. Of, let's do them out of order. So his attribute number three was he loves power poles. Remember? <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. And it's like <laughs> so that you know, there's all these uh, there's all these parts where he's like straightening out the power poles and the miniature i think he's yeah. out taking pictures of power poles yeah he's he's like drunk at this dinner and he's going on about and it feels like the only thing they could get him to talk about so why not let's cue yeah. him up and let him talk about this i do appreciate that they keep the camera rolling while <laughs> he's, uh, like, he's had a few drinks yeah because <laughs> he gets he gets a little more like that um, was like dr- the that wheel. was point the second wasn't it about his attributes right oh drinks uh drinks, drinks a lot drinks a lot yeah <laughs> right well, drinks a lot, loves powerful. That was number two. I guess we should do number one now since we're going backwards. Um, or, oh, you know what? Let's not do it. Oh, it'll have uh, more weight later. You, no, no, you'll have to watch the documentary. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to subscribe to a certain service. <laughs> we bleeped out in the beginning, right? right? Or you could probably, um, this would be the, uh, the responsible... Uh, anti-corporate human way to do this would be to to rig your um your hide hide my <laughs> hide my ip address rerouter you poisoned my memory and i can't <laughs> Sorry. remember what it is anyway now. mask yourself your vpn yeah your vpn uh rerouter <laughs> so that you are based out of japan and then watch on nhk's inevitable streaming network there Oh yeah, that'd be. There we go. I mean, you can stick it to uh, American corporate interests. You could probably get a subscription 
and you'll have to figure out how to navigate their website. <laughs> oh yeah. So you should definitely pay some very <laughs> lowest tier, possibly right. possibly criminal <laughs> um, element to do this. And then you can find out what number one was because we did them backwards, and I'm not going to tell you. So it's a it's an interesting combination then of people not knowing what he wants and him giving like very specific instructions once they produce something. So, yeah. So he. He makes them guess what he wants, and then he gives them very harsh criticism <laughs> yeah. about how it's boring and it looks bad and redo it all. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Sounds but, like the worst. <laughs> but that but that miniature uh, scene was like you could kind of tell that that they were so pleased that he was actually doing stuff, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> it's like, oh, you know, we have no idea what we're supposed to do. <laughs> right. but here he is, and and they managed to get like a lot out of him. Do you think that's the first time those people had ever seen him? Like, are they staff oh, or are they like contractors? Yeah, I mean, who knows? But it would be interesting. Like, you know, yeah. this 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 uh, national treasure shows up, famous for being you know, a bit critical. And then you're there all day uh as he rearranges shrubs. I mean, I'm sure it was just a total kick to have him there. Oh yeah. But yeah, I wonder, you don't, I guess you don't really get a sense for the, the only, the only kind of fanboying you get is that those, uh, after he gives that talk and those two people come up for autographs. Oh, right. Surprised. Like not more people would try to get his (laughs) autograph. Maybe they're Westernized. Maybe that's a Western thing. Oh Yeah. One guy had him sign like his Blu-ray box set. And... Did he draw that? I was, yeah, I, yeah. I rewound that to try to tell if he drew that little little critter on I there. I think so. And, I think he did yeah. draw something. That would be it, pretty awesome. It was in the same like <laughs> black pen on the thing. Yeah, that yeah. was sweet of him. And he he drops some nice pearls of wisdom there. Yeah. At first he says nothing, and then he then he's like, "Dream, yeah, dreams are worth uh, waiting for, or something." Like yeah. you don't you don't know what. Oh, that's right. You don't know what to do until it comes. Yes, one of the like kid, uh, during a Q and A session, that one of the kids asks him, uh, "Is it okay to have dreams?" Or <laughs> yeah. something like somebody really... <laughs> somebody stepped on this kid at some point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, tears in his eyes. Yeah, he asks, "Is it okay, Anosan, to have dreams?" Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, he's ambivalent." Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> And then later, later, I think maybe the kid was compelled to clarify for his own mental health. I think he wanted to to apologize for asking such a lame question. Yeah, I know. That was dumb. (laughs) I was like, "Uh, well, you know, you'll know know what to do at some point when it comes, kid. Yeah. (laughs) He was sweet to him. Is he, uh, Anno is sort of an interesting character. He just doesn't, he doesn't, um, (laughs) he doesn't act like a rock star at all. Um, definitely doesn't, no, doesn't want no, the spotlight. He's, he is, uh, he's this great combination of, yeah, like to, you know, to my, to my eyes over here, like strong Japanese man and yeah, like total dirty dork. Like he's, <laughs> I, I, I was explaining the, the doc to, uh, my, my coworker Ray, who is now invested enough to, to listen to me talk a little bit uh-huh. about Evangelion stuff. Oh, good. And I was just <laughs> We're we trying to get least, her on the show someday. We got at least two fans. <laughs> One possibly a very us. intelligent bot. <laughs> yeah, we have at least four fans. If you count yeah. us, you can double the number mm-hmm. of fans. Um, I was just and I was describing the character of, of Anno a little bit. So I watched the documentary. It's really interesting. This guy, you know, he's a he's a genius and he's such a man of the times, a man of his industries, like exactly everything you'd want to create the best anime to my tastes. Yeah, and he's really like 
part of that is being like really you know slovenly he's like oh oh yeah it's pretty gross huh something like that like well no i get it though because like i went to college and lived in a filthy house and was a filthy animal six other filthy young men (laughs) and like nothing you see on screen with ano this seems like a mature responsible adult we lived in we lived amongst garbage yeah in squalor (laughs) yeah i mean literally ankle deep at times my apartment wasn't that bad well you go to like people's yeah. rooms where they like all they did was play diablo 2 <laughs> you know and it's like their their asian girlfriend would be sitting on the on the bed and the they only would be playing space. diablo 2 yeah <laughs> yeah no we if you came into my apartment you might find like some shriveled uh pickles that my roommate picked off his hamburger <laughs> like a week ago they're oh, like 100%. desiccated yeah and, malformed <laughs> what what happened was i i left i went i had my like my study abroad i went to sweden mm-hmm. um uh one might say grew up a lot and came back and my first my first impression coming back to the house i was living in was like disgust right because <laughs> you know i was out of the boiling water for a little bit yeah and came came back and i i walked in as like you know holy crap like we were living like this and like everyone in the house was like clearly depressed and no one had done anything and i'd had this experience which is pretty much what always happens when you go away and do something Uh (laughs) but i get it though like and and it's covered really well in um the anime we watched about anime culture otaku no video otaku no video which is a (laughs) which is a great watch and a fine episode of ours yeah um where where they 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 go into all this. It's almost like sort of so you as a as a good citizen and normal human may not be familiar with this culture, but here's what it's like. Like these people are weirdos and they're gross and all they do is care about like nerd stuff. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, and that's what it's like. But but so that's so that's um that's Hideakiano. <laughs> I mean that's why he can that's why he can create this stuff so well. It's like yeah, he, yeah. he is it. Yeah, yeah. He that's is all it. he does. Mm-hmm um i liked the the quotes um they they throw it on the screen a couple times their bafflement is what's interesting Um, i think i wrote that down somewhere in here too and he's like i know what i want but watch them struggle to figure it out yeah yeah that's funny that's uh i wrote that down in my notes too (laughs) he says it's unneeded footage of of he says unneeded footage of me why do you keep pointing the camera at me i'm not i'm not interesting yeah yeah look at them Look at them, like look at them trying to figure figure out what I'm doing, and yeah. that that was like quite a gendo moment, right? <laughs> it's, that's really like the cult leader being like, watch watch the ants scramble, you know, like watch the human process here, like you know, I I know the process, I've been through all this before, I know I know how my mind works, I know I'm you know challenging or different or difficult perhaps for people to work with. The interesting part is watch them figure it out, right? <laughs> Well, he says, he also says, uh, Miyazaki plays along on camera. That doesn't work. That with doesn't me. work with me. <laughs> <laughs> but again, I, that goes back to that. Uh, who was he talking about when he says animation is a giant lump of ego? <laughs> right. Right. He's yeah. Cause all he cares about is the work. Yeah. It's interesting. How about. It's not upbeat enough, though. That's yeah. okay. It's, it's warm. <laughs> Evangelion in the news. 
the problem. <laughs> like the subdued. <laughs> just, there's news. There's news. It's just you know very hard to see. So what do we got for news? I, I, I'm gonna pull up our Twitter here. Yeah. And just. Um, you've had you've had a series of of uh, good listicles. Well, yeah. a series of listicles. Um, oh uh, well, there was a um, screen arc screenanarchy.com was reporting that there is a ultimate edition Neon Genesis Evangelion Blu-ray set. Ah, and um, it's available. At least it's available in Japan. Or, or this guy's writing from the Netherlands. It looks like, but um, it has everything. Oh, okay. Well, this is this is good. Further elaboration. <laughs> it's on got it. a fancy box. Last time around, it's got. Uh, this is like all the all the swag. I'm showing it to Mike on my yeah. phone. Yeah. If you just use your imagination. Yeah. So I, I see there's a picture of uh, Ray. A picture of this looks like the box itself unfolds. <laughs> it's got some little booklets in it. Um, the crucial uh, crucial question: Does it have any little figurines? You know what? I think it has like a lanyard. Yes. Um, if you look here and you zoom in, ah, yes. Oh my see, goodness. there is something of a lanyard. Ooh. Oh, and there's one of those little angel masks. Oh wow! You know, you know the distinctive angel face. What do you do with that? I, I think it's like a keychain. <laughs> it's pretty small. That's sweet. And uh, I'm gonna kill the music here because it's kind of going on. No, it's kind of nice. Let's leave it. <laughs> Uh, and then we've got lots of screenshots oh and like I don't know, I can see twelve or thirteen discs. <laughs> pretty great. Wow. Um, so uh, oh, so it's about hand size that mask there, and it looks like so you, it. The, the, so you could uh, carry it around with you, and you could prevent yeah, and yourself from entering a relationship. You could. I better stop this. It's gonna. Whoop! Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, there's looks like there's a booklet in it. So uh, break out your wallets and go to I don't know where to Holland. find this. Go to the <laughs> Netherlands. <laughs> right. Uh, go to the Tower Records in Amsterdam and <laughs> see if you can buy this. I might have to, or I think you might have to. Like we uh, covered last time, I think you don't have a uh, a hard set of it right now. A, uh, a physical uh, I don't, I, set. So I was kind of waiting for what. what what I kind of want, I think what I would probably watch, oh, I don't know. I'm waffling again. I, <laughs> I like the rebuilds. I'd like all the rebuilds on Blu-ray. Oh, you have to get that squared away first. And oh, then, right. The ultimate edition, whatever. But it, yeah, what I want is like the, it's got everything. I want the whole series oh. and all the rebuilds and the and the uh, Death True and End of Evangel. <laughs> I just want it in one big chunk. I'll, I'll right. pay like 300 bucks or whatever. Like the very <laughs> awkward uh, like Death and Rebirth yeah. like, that they put out yeah, that they're working on it, End of Evangelion. Um, so yeah, and, and uh, just moving along here. Let's keep the let's keep it moving. Let's keep it. Oh well, if you're if that wasn't thrilling <laughs> enough, so um, <laughs> I was uh, noticing that CBR is like always putting out a listicle. And uh, they did a listicle that was crossover merchandise, which I thought was kind of cool. So um, you can find this on our Twitter, uh, which I always forget what our Twitter handle is. But um, <laughs> they just list some things. It's, I'm not going to list them all, but they've got an Optimus Prime that's painted like uh, Ava 01. Oh, wow. And, Are um, these all Evangelion crossovers? Yeah, they're all Evangelion crossovers. Wow. There's one here with a bunch of Evangelion sneakers. 
and uh, the Tamagotchi, which we're familiar with. Yes. I have mine uh, yeah. somewhere. It's on my desk buried now. Sometimes it takes a couple year hiatus. Yeah, but I'll, I'll run across it one of these days and put a fresh battery in play again. Um, and what else is in here? Yeah, that's pretty much it. So, <laughs> so uh, if you want to see more, go to Neon Podcast Ava One at uh, Twitter, and uh, you can see it there. Say my um, harsh feedback for CBR. Yeah. <laughs> Apologies to CBR in advance. Is that the topics of their listicles often quite uh, novel? Yeah. Um, the writing within the listicles leaves a little to be desired. Yeah, I almost yeah. feel like CBR maybe not so much, but some of these sites it just feels like an AI is writing. Yeah. The articles. Yeah. So I, you know, on a, <laughs> a lunchtime where I, you know, need a little bit of escapism in the middle of my day, I might, you know, scroll through the old feed. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's about that's about the best time to read it when your expectations are very low. <laughs> um, Surprising and, no one. And then there was. Uh, oh, and then speaking of articles that read as if they were written by AI, um, I did find this one, some rando website, but um, they are just pointing out that um, Evangelion was the top grossing movie. Uh, oh, and now. Oh, good. Uh, I'm glad to hear that. It, it was the top grossing movie in Japan in 2021, and it looks like my link is dead. Those jerks. They must have. Come on, get your pointers down, guys. Their AI uh, was found by the uh, net sweepers and wiped off the internet, and now the website doesn't work. Yeah, and this is not something I'll be able to, to summon off the cuff like this, but I was looking at the uh, Japanese Animation Awards. There's two or three different. Um, Japanese Animation Award, you know, uh, celebrations, whatever. Um, there's one for kind of like the Japanese Oscars. There's one for kind of like the, you know, the the anime award group. They have their own separate thing, uh -huh. and, and uh, yada yada. But um, and these are <laughs> sort of the facts. Uh, facts get loose, folks. <laughs> I was disappointed in the number of times that uh, the rebuild film wins. They, I don't think they. I don't think it ever wins. Oh, it just got one, nominated two, three. for a lot of stuff? Yeah, it gets nominated because it's awesome, but then, like, very strong competition. If I remember right, like, The Girl Who Leapt Through Time wins one year instead of uh, the Rebuild film. Oh, I see what you're uh, saying. Stuff like, uh -huh. I mean, something like Your Name. I can't remember if that is one of them that wins, yeah. but, like, like the you know, the highest, most beloved other film that comes out will we'll take it instead. So um, I doubt Anno cares about this because I think he would be more of a man of the people and yeah. care about like the fan response, but which was positive. I think, I think, I think fan response. Yeah. is has been like really super. We don't, we don't really get super like positive. a real direct yeah. um, window into Japanese pop culture <laughs> right. criticism, but right. Which was going to be the title of my book. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Westerner's window. guide to, to <laughs> Evangelion. And the foreword was going to be all about how, Mm -hmm. uh if you can read japanese or have any ties to japan you should probably buy something from there yeah. but <laughs> i aim for this to be about the best you can get over here <laughs> yeah yeah uh we have um i we usually save mailbag for the end of the show because there's nothing in it and then we can skip it uh but this time we actually do have some feedback um this is uh, as covered at the top of the plugcast um, about the quality of the previous plugcast. Plug <laughs> so the comment was um, 
from one of our uh, fans. Could you not mix ideas from the rebuilds when you're covering NGE episodes? These are two very different stories, true, with years between the writing of each. NGE pilots are not the rebuild weirdos, and NGE gendo, or he says, they say NGendo. I wonder if that's a typo. You probably or... ran out of space. Oh, no, no, I get it. Ngendo. Ah. That's very clever. <laughs> uh, yeah, we need to catch up with our uh, Ngendo is not the sad rebuild wreck of a man. And then uh, Gehen means go. So I think that's actually a, a, another comment maybe of something. Interesting. Um, I don't know the context of that. But yeah, so um, my response there was just, uh, we can certainly try harder. <laughs> I loved that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, the the more, and we were chatting about this. Uh, I think this this person is definitely right. I'm going to make a mistake probably of, of mixing up the characters between the rebuilds and the... Um, series but uh i think that the difference is kind of nuanced and in my mind it all just kind of blends together (laughs) so yeah so yeah so that that can you can take that as your level of expectation yeah (laughs) Uh, expectation setting um i'm well for myself i um as 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 i told steve earlier i would i would love to to have some good have some good convo um, on like the overall characters of the rebuild versus series characters. Um, and we haven't quite gotten far enough in the series where the, where the characters have been fleshed out enough to really like have that full convo. Cause you know, right, most of right. the characters have like a big revelation or, or three that goes on and you kind of need to hit the last one before you go in deep. Um, because I do like, put a lot of stock in the difference between the characters uh, between the rebuild and the series. And that's always been like a fascinating bit like to everybody. Yeah. Um, And um, I think um, what I liked about that comment was the specific like takes on the rebuild characters being, you know, weirdos and more broken than the series characters, which I find to be kind of the opposite of my feeling about them. Hmm. Uh, like like Gendo as like weird sad wreck Gendo in the rebuild right mm-hmm. um, they said there or the or the the rebuild weirdos um, I'd love to hear more about that because I've always felt like the rebuild characters are given a lot more humanity like a lot more general resilience and a lot more opportunities to win mm-hmm. and they have more confidence and especially in the fourth film like it's just a big love fest where everyone knows exactly what's going on and they're just taking the time out of their day to describe to you, the audience, how to best understand their sure. feelings. <laughs> sure. Sure. They're super, they're super, they're super woke. And they have, <laughs> they're, they're a product of 2020, oh, no. you know, 2021. These, these rebuild people, they've, you know, they do kind of exist in our yeah. sphere of consciousness, yeah. which is a completely, and actually they went to high school in the 2000s. In, in, uh, this user in our fans comment here, I'm totally skip my point. We're gonna to have to cut this chunk out. <laughs> we gotta um, come up with a signature like sound for a pattern I can look for on yeah, the uh, on the recording. I, just that there are. This, like, uh, I'll delete anything in there. <laughs> no, they mentioned that there's uh, uh, quite a bit of time between when the characters were written. No, that yeah, that's very important. But um, right. what I'm getting at is that Gendo. I'm not Gendo. Ano. Ah. 
also has changed quite a bit. Right. And and, and uh, so I'm agreeing with the comment that yeah. you're writing the characters again from scratch multiple times as a you know a, a completely different person with new experiences. So Anno's perspective is different when he's mm-hmm. writing these, which makes the characters different. And and specifically, he's writing them yeah after that long almost maybe not the longest but a very long period of time to get the part d um done where he's really you know in the documentary they describe like essentially no one has any idea what what he wrote means or like the ending makes like no sense at all you know whatever it was and so he comes back with this with this great thing that everybody likes it's very pleasant and you get to understand everything right he, he followed he followed their 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 notes very well so okay so for baseline for my take on it like I think that you can decide, you know, for yourself if you kind of follow some of the implicit stuff that the, the I mean implied stuff from especially the last rebuild film that there's kind of a cyclic nature or multiple universe or whatever, you know, the bits with um oh, handsome last man angel um <laughs> <laughs> Where, you know, he says, oh, this is a cycle of that many times. Or remember when he opens up in the coffin and he looks at all the coffins going around? That's even from, like, the second rebuild film where they're they're hinting that there's there's this, this, this happens. So that's one way to look at it, right? Or another is that, yeah, they're just separate artistic works, whatever. You know, they're, they're written at different times by different, by kind of different mental states. And they don't have anything to do with each other, so don't mix them up, which is, which is the common slash preference here. But I'm going to mix them up. Yeah, or you could just not care. <laughs> just Steve's take on it. It's just like we do our best and whatever. But this is how I feel about it. I think I think that I'm I'm kind of in that first category. I think that we are meant to understand that there's some overlap between them, but like they are different characters. Um, they're not influencing each other. Besides that, besides that, they're similar characters. But the film is telling us like. Hey, here's how to understand the overall work of Evangelion and these different characters that might be different between versions. And what's interesting about Gendo specifically, you know, Rebuild versus um, Engendo, is that I think Gendo, and this this is where I'd love to learn more about this, is like the person who's changed the least. I think Asuka was given an entirely different character, a fifty percent different character, but a lot for for. Evangelion character to change but Gendo was given like not a lot of change like to me it's just like he probably he had slightly different plans and things went a different way but his character seems to be about the same like you could imagine like some of the some of the few signature moments we're given with them are like the dinner he has with Ray like I think in the first or second maybe film like the the creepy dinner he has with like Ray and then he sees his wife there and decides to to give Shinji a bit of credit um he could have done that during the series and they just didn't show it right right oh i see you're saying it like, could have happened it but could have happened it happened off screen yeah like there's not a change in gendo be- between them so i think that with all those factors i think that the instrumentality of gendo at the end can be used to understand gendo from the series a bit a lot whatever but i think it works a, a bit at least or it's like a it's like a hall of mirrors and you see all these different angles. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So when I, so I, 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 I do keep them separate in my mind. And when I, um, when I, when I make generalizations between them, it's where I think that they are similar. Um, I hope I'm not confusing them too much. 
I, but that's I, what that all made me think. I know that I'll just always confuse them. Yeah, and so whichever version <laughs> of that you, you like, you got the perfect two hosts for that. And uh, <laughs> Oh, Steve called up, a, <laughs> he called up a list of names of all the characters for us. It's Kauru. That's who you're referring to. Uh, uh, handsome, handsome man, angel. Yeah. yeah. Tag, tag, Tagrist is his angel name, right? Oh, does he have an angel he has name an angel too? Name. See, I'm. I'm Wait, let me throw that. it up from my chart. I'm not even that deep in no, it. No, I made it. <laughs> Tabris, ha, Tabris. He can be the angel of the week. Ah. Uh, Tabris, the angel of free will. Ah, yeah. See, isn't that awesome? Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I decided I wouldn't have a uh, Hebrew segment uh, for this one. Um, the neon podcast evangelion hebrew corner would take a hiatus until our next <laughs> so just a little taste That's to keep good. keep going is, is ta- tabris tabris in the uh uh well right yeah well that's where i got that angel of free will whoever whoever um did this research for me that i copy and pasted over oh um yeah i had a i had a um a shower thought as we call it in the programming world oh. where you have your best ideas in the shower in the morning Huh. Where um, <laughs> I never have ideas in the shower. Right. You're too busy. <laughs> no, I got to scrub <laughs> stuff. Got a lot going on. Yeah. Do I do conditioner? How long? That's what I think. What's is going like, on? What's happening? <laughs> should I read the conditioner instructions again? I swear yeah. it me it says three minutes. Which part concerned me last time I was reading this? <laughs> I was thinking about how I I had ever read as a person who reads a lot about Evangelion. I've never read much like. Um, uh, blowback or criticism from the uh, the Christian community about Evangelion, despite its um, kind of rough treatment of Christian yeah. elements. But yeah, then yeah. I realized that maybe it's because it's 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 um, Christians don't watch Evangelion. <laughs> well, I think maybe because it's 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 Jewish ah. primarily stuff. So oh sure. So when I was before I was praying, probably our, our our Jewish friends they they are more perhaps objective and scholarly and often have, have a better read sense the of Torah. Yeah. So they probably recognize it as like, yeah, these, this just this Japanese group clowning around like, yeah, whatever. It doesn't bother us. Whereas, yeah. you know, Christian huh. groups are more likely to be uh, uppity. Do you think, about it. Um, do you think there are Christians who watched Evangelion on accident <laughs> because of what it's called? <laughs> Yeah, I think all the like time. Like a like a like a Christian marm, she's like <laughs> home with uh you know all of the kids and like, she's oh, like Ava, we need to put something on. She sees Shinji with his like tight haircut. Some good Christian nice white, entertainment white for shirt. these kids. Yeah, and then she leaves the room. It's like, oh, evang- evangelists. That sounds that sounds wholesome. She puts on the episode where it's like <laughs> Shinji's fighting the angel and central dog when it blows his arm off and the blood splatters across Gendo's face. Then he takes the fire outside, rips its face off with his yeah, teeth, and then devours the. It's uh, the passion. It's just like a <laughs> elaborate passion. The kids are like, "Yeah, I saw this in church." Yeah. Was church was more violent, actually. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> when are they going to hang him? Um. <laughs> uh, what else we got? We got any more mailbag? No, that's that's the only comment we got was uh, to stick to the facts. Um, yeah, and, and I'm just saying I'm <laughs> improve phys- the it's facts physically boys. or mentally impossible for me to do that. <laughs> and you're saying 
uh, Mike is saying that I, it's important that you I was try. In, if I was wrong, it was intentional. <laughs> I just feel like I just feel like uh, it's not even like can, canon or can it happen in this timeline or that yeah. ta- timeline. I think it all came from from Anno's mind, and and maybe it's just different facets of the same characters. Well, that might be a good segue back into the the documentary stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I guess uh, my main point is um, I agree that I'm mixing it up, but I don't. Um, Steve always preaches just to enjoy. I just enjoy it. Enjoy I, the time. I like it, and that's about as that's about <laughs> as deep. No, I. Um, there is some perspective to be had, and and whatnot. I'm I'm scrolling through here absentmindedly and looking to see if we have more news um, to share. As filler, I'll mention that it's. It was a revealing to me, hearing everybody, uh, everybody's feedback on Anno's plotting, on his plot and his writing and way, how the story made sense or didn't. Yeah. Because that's a constant of Evangelion fandom is how like, or at least for me, like how tight the story is, despite all sources indicating that it was made up as it went along. So what a feat, you know, that he yeah. manages to do this so well. And maybe it's because of this feedback that he's always getting that it doesn't make any sense. Like he has these very high concept ideas um that are working on multiple levels you know that we've gone into many times and um and then people tell him it doesn't make any sense and so like trying to make your poem rhyme he has to keep going back into it and working on it until it makes sense and he's such a he he demands that it, it be good still and make sense and express what he wants to express so you get the the great work <laughs> is it hard i mean um is he sort of in a way, barking up the wrong tree, trying to make it. If your standard is it has to be entertaining to the fans, but but you're never going to get the fans to agree. But it's well, well, this is good stuff because he <laughs> because I mean, what um, what we we didn't quite get to, I guess, about the documentary. I led with it a bit, but but the feeling like I understood him, right? You know? And I I got that feeling because I've thought so much about this show. That going into it, it's like, yeah, I already this this just um, uh, you know this just just causes me to accept what I already thought about him because I already know I already know him through Shinji, I know him through Masato, I know him through Gendo. Mm. Like he's um, we're the the next for the next act on this on this uh, podcast that uh, we're we're going to um, we're going to uh, if Steve thinks it's a good idea <laughs> review. The, the different characters like the lead characters of the show and and try to find comparisons with with him with Anno and the character and like what elements did he take in um, specifically because I think that it's it's so autobiographical yeah like it to me like all the characters are just different extensions of of his personality yeah um, and so watching it like yeah yeah this is exactly the person I thought he was he's just weird and and quiet and organized and culty as everything that like that i know from the characters on the show yeah yeah i guess when we get that let's do one more um mailbag um so it's the same user iru irulel ah um but it was actually the last episode they asked um they had a question like which which episode was uglier (laughs) right um but one fact that they pointed out was that episode 11, the last one we looked at, was actually uh, animated by Studio Ghibli. Oh, neat. 
Wow, that's a that's a level of fact that we can only aspire to. Yeah, well, I I, I didn't double check truth. that fact, so I'm taking it <laughs> at face value. But um, well, but that's, well, that's why our facts are so. But poor. the reason I'm I'm ready to believe it, yeah. right up, right straight off, and we even said it um, in the last uh, plugcast episode. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a point where we freeze or we're looking at the screenshots, and I pointed out that oh, it looks like that, a Studio Ghibli face. Yeah. Yeah, like I remember the the workmen all in a pile there. Right, like okay. that's 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 a yeah that's a Studio Ghibli pile of, of people. It's like it's like they're goofy. Yeah. Um, oh yes. Yeah. Okay. And it's like now that uh, you say it, I'm thinking of like the um the faces remind me of the face of the little like hamster in Totoro, <laughs> <laughs> or like all the all the kids in like um uh the uh, Kiki's delivery service era. Sure. Yeah. Um. Or uh, very anime gaggle face. kids, yeah, the, the big like big big cheeks, yeah, and, like, exaggerated, goofy round mouths, yeah, and yeah. So that well, that did, makes total sense. It does make wow. sense. Um, People should follow um, him as well, yeah, or her as uh, well as our. It's true. Uh, we don't know if they're even human. Honestly, they might actually be the yeah the angel. We've been talking about that offline a bit because the f- <laughs> the facts up until now. Mostly pointed to having no human listeners. <laughs> right. Oh, and you know what? I heard of another person that listened to it. Holy crap. And had a comment. Not a um, family member. Not I'm, not, I'm not related by blood to this person. Uh, Yet. They said they were listening to it in the car. And, uh, oh, they agreed with my assessment. Whoa. Now I'm sort of patting myself on the back. They agreed with my assessment. Yeah. That dipping falafel in hummus is just dipping chickpeas in more chickpeas. This is these are, this is the kind <laughs> this is the level of thought that is this is closer to what we're able to handle than Irwell's. Yeah. So that <laughs> the qualities of different foods. I was like, you know, I just it was just an observation I made, and you only get that kind of uh, in-depth analysis of. I don't know, Mediterranean food in an Evangelion <laughs> podcast from this Evangelion podcast. I, I read a, a short sci-fi story recently where, long story short, these these very advanced aliens advanced to the point where they were able to pursue what only what was good in life. They'd mastered everything else, and they discovered, um, they narrowed it all down to what is good in life is praise. And so... <laughs> Their their existence <laughs> consisted around uh, seeking praise and enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, I guess praise is all right. We've so anyway we in our mailbag today we've got some uh, constructive criticism and some praise. It's kind of a request <laughs> to do better. I know we always call for the depraved and rude comments, but you know people are giving good feedback. So right, that was that was good, um, especially on the topic of. Uh, Ano Hideaki, uh, good criticism. Yeah. So, um, are, should we wrap up news then, or did you have oh, yeah. any other news? No. no, that's that's solid. So let's uh, play us out of the mo- out of the news with. Ah. That was another installment of Evangelion in the news. I think the energy level popped up a bit from the Yeah, I should have done this one first. <laughs> I could cut it. <laughs> I, okay. I could, like, swap them. Yeah. Oh, that's true. 
Probably. Oh, I so I should say something now that maybe sounds like <laughs> this is before the news. Oh, we've got a great news bag for you today. Sun's going down. <laughs> I could swap long portions of our conversation and not worry too much about it. Okay, back to the script. Maybe you can dub in Kauru. <laughs> oh, why, yeah. Why Why could I not? I couldn't think I of it either. All of a sudden, it's like... I can't remember Kauru every single time. Why can't he have a name like Jake? I could, This time, I thought why I went for Tabris <laughs> was I thought I would be more likely to remember Tabris. Huh. And that failed. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know Tabris. Tabris. Did they ever say it in the episode? maybe <laughs> i wonder like how yeah, how do people get this info to begin with where are they getting it from that old ps2 game or whatever <laughs> i i looked at Gwern this time to look for uh thinking that maybe he mentioned uh the fourth rebuild film by now yeah. and he hasn't um but i did find but the proposal of evangelion mm-hmm. um that they that they mentioned in there um, and it is fun. I just looked through the Wikipedia entry, and it is fun to look through the proposal for each for each episode. So they have all the episodes laid out, but yeah. most of them are wildly different. Right. The one featuring uh, Kawaru, Kawaru. Um, I think it's I, Kauru. Kauru. <laughs> I think he's a cat. Oh. <laughs> it's like literally a cat. Yeah, I think he's a cat, or no, no, maybe he's a human, but he has a cat. In any case, the episode is called The Transfer Student and the Cat. Oh. Uh, and it does end up with Shinji fighting fighting him, whichever one he is. Which episode is it? It's like episode 24 or so. Uh, so we're not going to get there like for right a while. The yeah, 2026. 20, <laughs> 20, Stay tuned, 20, folks. 2028. We're going to have a six-year hiatus. So this was my uh, my idea as a uh, a clincher for, for this episode was to uh, try to map Ava uh, characters onto... To Ano. Okay, yeah. I yeah. think that's a good idea. Cause, uh, or even maybe map Ano into the characters. <laughs> maybe go both ways. Oh, wait. That would be the, that would be the correct way of <laughs> We are thinking about, about it. the documentary. Um, and oh, for those just joining us now. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow the, the podcast has been playing and you're, yeah. you've walked into the room yeah. where your uh, roommate has been listening to it on his hi-fi system. <laughs> right. And you're... You're, uh, you know, intrigued and curious about yeah. what these handsome voices are going on about. But the the uh, documentary, do we need to say the name of the documentary? <laughs> yeah, I think again? we need to cover the entire front end. Just in case someone's coming in <laughs> now for the or first time. Or they have long forgotten or are barely listening. This is Neon Podcast Evangelion. Episode 16. Podcast 16. Ah, thank you. Uh, covering. Trying to establish uh, our own jargon i like that voice uh <laughs> covering hideaki ano's the final challenge of evangelion right um in fit the third here we will be mapping uh ano's character onto various evangelion characters um <laughs> i picked five and i picked them in order which i thought might uh lead the most dramatic interest for okay. us well, I think for some background, if you haven't watched the documentary, <laughs> we're going to cover. Uh, we're going to go back. We're going to recover it. Like last, uh, previously on the first half of yeah. Neon Podcast. Four minutes ago on our podcast. Uh, but uh, it does it does um, do a little bit of his his life, his upbringing, where he was mm. uh, where he was a child, and what his family life might have been like. The only thing they can really get the guy to talk about is his father. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only thing he'll open up about. You yeah. feel like he's told this story many times. So, spoiler alert, <laughs> his father is an amputee. Mm-hmm. 
His father is also, um, it seems like, uh, distant and mean. Yeah. It felt like. Because of his uh, yeah. his handicap. So the story is that he was, so they didn't really say what his job was, but somehow he got his leg cut by a saw. Like a giant saw? Like maybe he was a, uh, either he worked in a mill or he was yeah. a, a, uh, a uh, lumber, he was a lumberman or a lumberjack. Who else perhaps. would use a saw? A saw manufacturer. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, look out hit. the saws. Yeah. 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 Like a saw thrower. It's, it's a, a terrifying thrower. way to lose a leg. <laughs> yeah. That's in fact, that's, uh, in, uh, in our, in our country of America. Um, <laughs> in case you were wondering where <laughs> yeah. we're recording. I thought from. I'd give it the, uh, the local news spin on, oh, there you go. on our, uh, nationalism Mike's there. Murder shed. <laughs> yeah. You're from the murder shed. and on earth america um we uh it's it's a um it's a uh a turn of phrase the only thing uh worse than giving birth would be to have your arm sawed off so i imagine it happened pretty quick but yeah so terrible tragedy pretty bad Um, and it wasn't it wasn't his fault either oh right that comes up too somebody else's fault so his dad ultimately is um it really cynical i think is what he said that seems to be the best yeah uh, the world is cruel and <laughs> look what happened to me right and you just do what you have to do because no one's going to do it for you <laughs> the, the world is cruel around you and at any moment even if you don't deserve it you could be horribly crippled so for one way or the other this translated to to ano um, i'm sure to provide him with a work ethic yeah you know in the in the ways of a. Uh, what we do to our children, you know, tends to define them. <laughs> and uh, another thing, and I think they sort of touch on this in the documentary, um, he's always having his character's limbs torn off. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mari Makanami loses her arms twice, both arms. <laughs> right. right. We have we have uh, Asuka with with uh, with one eye. Yeah, I gouged out, and uh, Shinji loses an arm and regrows it. That's a, yeah. Uh, in fact, that's a nice um, Shinji's. Ava, Ava does. Yeah, I it's mean, a nice bit of having the the Evangelion because then the characters can lose limbs repeatedly throughout yeah. the series. You can, it can be a dramatic device. And and I'm just thinking now too, uh, whenever they lose the limb, they feel it. The pilot right. feels it. Yeah, because you, you, you see that bit in the documentary why it was so fresh on my mind. Yeah, there where I, and I loved like just just watching it again. You know, I was getting my 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 hair standing up, and uh, Shinji grips his like yeah, grabs his, his, his shoulder, his shoulder where it, where the arm is missing, and he's like he grimaces, yeah, grabs yeah. his shoulder. It's it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So that's uh that's a that's a way to map a character here. Yeah, or does that map a character? Well, you can look forward to more strong work like that in the following minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so first up, we have uh, we have Asuka. Uh-huh. I thought she might be a bit of a challenge, but I think we can do it. Yeah. So she's uh here's here's what I here's what okay, I got. Good. Was Asuka <laughs> Yeah, I thought I would <laughs> give a moment I was like, oh panic. Okay, I'm gonna jump in. Um so Asuka, um she so Asuka is defined by uh, a work ethic. Okay. This is sure. what I this is what I got out of her. She mm-hmm. is uh depending on whether you are referring to the rebuild films or the series, mm-hmm. um she uh is a product of 
you know, either a harsh or at least a demanding uh, education. Mm-hmm. Um, her upbringing was interrupted at one point, you know, with the, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, death of her mother. Um, and she essentially has that, like, will do anything to win that a lot of characters in this share. Um, but that's, uh, yeah. And as well as with a lot of characters, she feels like she has no choice. Right. And that's something you hear Gendo, uh, again, <laughs> that's something you hear Ano say many times uh-huh. is like, he would die for this. It's, and kind of like you mentioned, maybe through his father, it's like, well, right. you don't have any other choice. You have to excel. You're going to have to, yeah, cause you know, look out for yourself. Tragedy could just totally yeah. strike. So, so you know, do it all for everything. But that's that's the bit that struck me about Asuka is this this um, uh, drive to excel, and also she succeeds mm-hmm. in excelling. Like she's she's the best, and then. Again, like all Avon characters and like Anno, it bears a terrible price sure. um, on her. Um, she, she has to shoulder this always succeeding um, in order to be the best or she just, or people will be disappointed. And that's the worst thing that could happen. And you have to redo your whole anime series again. Yeah. Which she did. Yeah. <laughs> did, uh, I'm sort of asking questions mm-hmm. because I can't remember, but um, does... Did they ever mention uh, canonically if Os- if there were other Osakas? Um, in the rebuild, it's it's made it's made um, concrete, kind uh, of like a, another Ray situation. Yeah, what they don't what they don't say is whether or not the Osakas are um, are just killed when they <laughs> yeah. when they don't when they don't measure up. They leave that to to your imagination, but they have a scene of like crossing off asukas i mean they're retired one way or the other either they fall in training right you are like you know maimed or killed (laughs) and you're you know one way or the other you're left with with just like the one survivor maybe that's a spin-off uh someone could do an asuka yeah and uh do like a harry potter oh yeah asuka Asuka school school. yeah Yeah. Ah, german german pilot school there's (laughs) they're all asukas they got different Mm -hmm. hairstyles and stuff right but but there's like thousands of them yeah (laughs) they're trying to they just have like a battle royale we're gonna leave like a hundred left after this does this work canonically i think she would have mentioned it uh, in the series yeah the series i don't i, I think the series that just doesn't happen it's part of why i think she is the most different um not just because she is given more hope than she ever does in the series but then she i mean obviously goes in a whole other whole other like she has a whole arc in the future right um you mean post series post, or post post um third impact third almost impact right. um in the rebuild she has she has like a whole weird arc that she never gets to in the series she um uh spoilers here (laughs) she uh almost uh she almost kills herself she tries and um then falls in like a climactic final battle against the uh the evangelion uh series Mm -hmm. um is that what it's called those the all the white kawaru robots it's called like the evangelion yeah, I think they called the. I mean, it's been years. <laughs> I need to go back and watch it. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. What about her being um, foreign? I yeah, I was just thinking that too. That. Um, she, she's not Japanese. She, she's different than In other fact, people. She's not even. Don't they? Don't they say she's like half American? Or, or I mean, oh, that's Mari. 
I think. Oh, my. Or maybe she's just again. straight up American. Like no, because no, Asuka, I don't think is American. But her, like, like uh, she's born on a base in Germany. But yeah. like, maybe her her father. I, maybe I'm just uh, making something up. In my head. <laughs> the best I ever got was that she was <laughs> certainly, certainly part German. Yeah, maybe. Or at least was in Germany. I think she's Japanese-German, and then we were trying to figure out how red her hair was. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, there aren't a lot of Japanese people with red hair. How about uh, how about Ray? Ray, let's move down the list. Ray. Ray does what she's told, I guess. Right, so right. Ano arriving in flip-flops and a suit <laughs> at, at, at uh, Studio Ghibli, and then they just start giving him work to do, and he just does right. it. I was thinking of that, yeah, like the <laughs> and being the cog in the machine, like one of many, 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 many animators, yeah. Um, and uh, your your background's not important. You you know nothing about you is important except for how much work you can put out. Right. <laughs> I guess Ray Ray doesn't uh, have a lot of depth. We see we see a lot of, of uh, depth of Ray's personality kind of developing in the new movie, but. I guess her her whole thing is that she's just sort of a well. She's more character than like she has more character than she has a history or sure. coping or like way she reacts to things. It's more like you're like I'm I'm as I you know thinking about her character. I'm impressed with like how she's you know self sacrificial or kind or calm, but she doesn't you know part yeah, part part of her her whole thing is that she doesn't have a history. She's been you know she lives in a in a lab yeah. you know, underground and doesn't and so have a lot going on is new to her she doesn't understand yeah. people or culture or... yeah and it's meant to be it's not it's not vital for her so she has she has learned let you know don't worry about things that are important kind of is is ano uh kind of like that his personality like does mm. he uh connect with people um, I don't know. Here's a <laughs> thought I had watching the documentary <laughs> yeah. was uh, his wife. Um, she's not in it a heck of a lot. Yeah. But she makes a comment somewhere like, you know, no matter what you do, I'll be here for you. You know, I'll, I, you know, if everyone turns away from you or whatever, um, I'll always be mm -hmm. like, I'll be by your side. I think she says. Yeah. And what it made me think of was, um, did you watch Free Solo? with uh, I did, Alex yeah. Honnold. Yeah. And he's got this girlfriend who like inexplicably hangs out with him <laughs> and stays with him even though he just treats her like crap. Yeah, I <laughs> like he's so cold and distant. He's a he's a great. Yeah. He's just focused on what he <laughs> his thing is climbing. I mean, Ano's kind of like that too. Can you imagine if you're if if Ano's your husband and he just works he just works and he might not stop doing it for weeks on end. <laughs> right? He's a great comparator, uh, Alex Honnold. I was I was thinking when I was watching Free Solo that you know, like he's 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 great as he is. Like I, yeah. I didn't want I didn't want him to be you know to be like uh, kind of tamed, you know, and like oh, buy, and then he ends up like buying a house, and they're kind of yeah. like in this process of settling down. I was like, well, I liked the world having this amazing climber i'm not interested in this guy yeah. <laughs> you know like settling down yeah and uh true. playing he, it safe he because he has kids the same thing about himself like don't film me buying a refrigerator for my yeah manufacturer yeah. home. <laughs> like the first time like the first kid those guys have he, he doesn't climb anymore 
Yeah. Yeah, he's done after that because well, he's going to he's going to fall off something and then his, you know, his, his girlfriend starts climbing with him and right away she drops him and like breaks his leg. <laughs> yeah. And I and and then the the buried lead there is that he doesn't he doesn't take it personally. He yeah. doesn't seem to. He's like, yeah, it happened. He must have been mad, but he was just like, well, it's part of the game. He'll just yeah. get back in rehab and start climbing again eventually. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't uh that's what he reminds me of Anno and that he doesn't seem to connect with people on a on a human level. And that's, I mean, at least and, in the well, that's the, the that's like the glimpses we got of it yeah. in the documentary. I mean, it's got to be true. It's yeah. got to be true because that's that's like line three of what Evangelion about is about like being hurt by people by mistake and hurting people by mistake and feeling bad about how you hurt people. Right, right. And uh, people not being able to say they're sorry or discuss how they're <laughs> like, yeah. like he must be going through that all the time is, you know, is in kind of his, his, you know, be at, you know, at his core being like a socially awkward dork, <laughs> you know, who now has had tons of professional experience and he's able to, yeah you know, be a very critical director. And, and he must be like wealthy, right? There's no way he's not. Well, I was thinking that like his wife probably wealthy. doesn't mind not having him around. Cause it's not like she needs him. Yeah. Like too. <laughs> well, I mean more like if you just saw him <laughs> sitting on a bench at the train station. Oh, I love that. I love that when <laughs> he's just wearing like a brown polo. Fantastically like, wealthy people are like it doesn't enter into his sphere. He hasn't shaven in a yeah. couple of weeks. It's the only thing that matters. Doesn't is comb work. his hair. I mean, he's not flashy at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't mean to like, like to like uh, insult him. He, I mean, more like um, he's just not concerned. I'm. I admire that. He's, yeah. He's yeah. Not, me too. I have nothing but admiration concerned. for yeah, it. Like, like I, I. <laughs> he's he's not gonna have like a bling, or he he won't have a bling or a. Well, it's an, it's another part ice, about Evangelion. Chain. I guess Shinji <laughs> Shinji in particular is. Um, we'll we'll do Shinji in a moment, but like Shinji in particular is a person who goes. He, I mean, he's he's that guy right like he mm-hmm. can't he can't fit in he doesn't feel like he can fit in mm-hmm. and um weirdly he's he takes great care of himself yeah. <laughs> but it's but it's it's that same it's that same gendoism like Shin, like gendo kind of like walking around the halls and sitting quietly at a table with people <laughs> like is it's like looking at like shinji's game there yeah yeah, are, are we skipping over? No, to no, no. That's because you just I made think... an interesting comment too that Shinji in the is very clean and like cooks <laughs> and yeah, you know, keeps a tight ship. Mm-hmm. But like uh, Anno doesn't seem that way. Well, I think yeah. To, to carry on about Shinji, then <laughs> I think that uh, in in a lot of ways uh, these characters are also some wish fulfillment. Sure. Yeah. For sure. him. Um, I was going to say a lot about that with Gendo, but like you'd think that, okay, if, okay, I'm Ano and I'm given impossible tasks, um, and I need to perform, it would probably be best if I took care of myself and had, you know, my act in order, or like if I was to be able to better isolate myself from people, the best way to not attract attention to myself would be to not smell. (laughs) <laughs> you know, so that would probably be a better way to be so if he makes a character he's right like, oh i see you say yeah 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 it's like well this person blends in real well yeah, in that, and in in that, that way he's able too, to escape 
Yeah, don't they? <laughs> one of those. One of his colleagues does say something like he hates baths, or he just yeah. That that guy, uh, the room one of the animation directors, like, say he had a good descriptor of what the room smells. smells yeah, like. it's like he he usually doesn't smell, but his hygiene was so bad during <laughs> the end of working on the end of the series. Yeah, <laughs> I can't remember. I, it was like it wasn't like soup, chicken soup. Yeah, or it was something. like you. It was like you opened <laughs> the. Yeah. It was, it, anyway, it was evocative. Yeah, yeah, it was good, but uh, but you know, then I'm thinking just now uh, in Avon Kelly in the series, he has multiple bathing scenes. His characters are always taken baths. Yeah, yeah. And so like, I think when, it's like when we first when we first meet Shinji, he's got his thing out, and, and yeah, he uh, can't wait to get into Pen, a bath. Pen Pen is <laughs> he's yeah. looking his at his business because uh, he had a bath and then when he first meets asuka she's ha- she's in a bath right we're gonna spend the most time on pen pen actually yeah. when we get when we get down there and then they're at the bathhouse and uh pen pen, pen again with a yeah what's with moment. this what's with this penguin and and, and and people's junk yeah yeah that's interesting he... what's <laughs> i still like my read on him that he that he's curious about yeah he just doesn't know what it is and he'd like to, he'd like to yeah penguins don't have them yeah. Penguins yeah. don't have a business. Penguins have a cloaca. <laughs> I like how I like how well we've covered this ground. <laughs> I'm sure I've said cloaca on this. Yeah, I, know. I was thinking of all the times cloacas <laughs> Um that's all I had for Ray. It was oh, okay. basically like it, it kind of fits the cog in the machine. Yeah. And I would say so. Ray is very much like a an Ono character. Like the way. memory so of being a protege. Yeah. Like you have this you have you know, uh, Ritsuko is like the the mentor like well all you have to do is these things and she treats you like a like a machine mm-hmm. to produce animation you know no uh, well misato then. misato misato was a little harder for me just because yeah. being an adult woman uh, a little harder i guess to map over i guess i guess if you look at misato when we first meet her in the series she's she's like a kind of a lieutenant mm-hmm. um, she's a high-ranking uh, decision maker in the organization yeah but by the end she's like in charge of wheelie or whatever right oh that's true yeah she's a she's Rebuild become essentially she, gendo's uh yeah she grows and grows uh, count adversary or mm-hmm. something um does <laughs> does that link back to ano at all <laughs> yeah it see. does yeah totally because <laughs> uh, that was about what i picked out too was how she um is is i think most easily characterized by her having two sides, right? Mm-hmm. Of having the the sloppy side, right? Yeah, and then okay. having like the the commander side. Uh-huh. So it's, she embodies the same and company man and yeah. uh, off hours, off hours. And you can take I think the wish fulfillment thing and package it into this too, where it's like um, it would be great if instead of just always looking sloppy, mm-hmm. I looked all together when I was on, yeah, and was yeah. able to effectively command, and then. I only results. look sloppy, you know, at dinner. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah, maybe maybe so. Uh, he aspires to be a, a Masato character, maybe. And in the way he was giving criticism, too, I heard a lot of Masato. Um, where of, like, very... Uh, and it might just be, like, a, uh industry thing or a cultural thing, but very direct. <laughs> <laughs> like, stop, no, do it all again. Or, like, no, you know, make a decision. Like, yeah. stop pestering me about figuring things out like you'll, you'll you'll know what to do you don't need me yeah you know and once you have it there and i can see it then yeah i'll decide it sucks and we'll try something <laughs> else she's also a mentor character mm-hmm. though 
um to 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 shinji mm-hmm. um and uh she's also uh you know kind of more sign of the times you know like the the main romance character sign of the times because she's a lady and of course if she's the lady in the anime she's going to be the main one with the romance but mm-hmm. um she's know. sort of also like a surrogate parent right yeah or shinji yeah. I wonder, it makes me wonder if there's somebody in Ano's circle, an animator at Studio Kara, who's going to emerge in like the next five to ten years. Oh, yeah, I that's like thought. The next. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I trained under, because you, you say, you know, yeah. people will say that Miyazaki trained Ano. Mm-hmm. And, and where did Miyazaki come from? I don't know. But. It, it um, one of the supplementary bits I read about this uh pointed out how for the fourth uh, rebuild film, I guess especially, or maybe all of them, but I think the fourth rebuild film, he specifically hired in young staff. Mm. You know, it's kind of like a succession, um, you know, sort of way, like needing uh, any... uh, Also, as part of, I guess, he, you know, is concerned, as Miyazaki is often voiced as well, about concern for the future of of animation Mm. in Japan and wanting to train up the next generation. Yeah, and I, uh, you notice like um, in in the documentary, Ano does a lot of things like old fashioned. You know, he's got his script printed out and mm-hmm. even like blocks of text he can move around. <laughs> right. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, and then he highlights uh, and circles things. Still hand drawing things, um, trying to do these older style ways of producing anime, which are kind of oh. dying out. And if if you uh, um, read the coverage of um, the production of the fourth rebuild film. There was there's a sequence they had to go to Studio Ghibli because it was the last place in Japan that had like, ah. the, the equipment to do it. Oh, that's awesome. He but, says a couple times during the doc, like, well, we're running late, so I'm going to have to do this myself. Yeah. And you get the sense of, I think, A, that he would rather let other people do it because he values, you know, he values their their yeah. their work and then he can see something different and criticize it and make it better. He prefers that. But then B, because he's a workhorse and he's like, well, I can certainly get this done. Yeah. I just like, I know how to do, do stuff and yeah. I can work all night on it. Yeah. I'd rather, you know, not be busy doing that. But, um, I almost, I almost something came back to me. I, I was going to mention from the doc, I guess I'm not going to get it. <laughs> um, that's about what I got from Masato. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shinji, we already touched on, but how else? I mean, it seems pretty obvious he's, uh... I think he's autobiographical, practically. Like, he really is the, like, the golden child, right? Uh You know, he's, he doesn't, he, he knows that he's not particularly special, but due to circumstance, you know, he's been put into this role and he has to, he has to figure out how to make do despite all his hangups. Yeah, I I wonder if also he's uh, just just sort of um, you grow up without a father really. I mean, mm-hmm. Ano Ano of course had his father, but the way he describes him as like a cynical individual. Yeah, and um, he he, he, he j- he's maybe, always up for talking about the father thing. Apparently, so yeah, that's, that's so some may- issues. Yeah, so maybe he you know uh he has shinji with his father sort of gone or out of the picture mm-hmm. i i guess i'm maybe reading too much into that but but there's father stuff there <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i i guess i guess the main point was that he he definitely 
uh, spends a lot of time talking about his dad in that documentary and, and how it, you know, he keeps saying like, maybe his leg is the reason that I, uh, chop the legs off of my my character he doesn't say that what does he say well he also talks about redeeming his father yeah. like i want to <laughs> pretty much he says at some point that he wants to you know kind of validate things that are things that aren't complete you know by 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 using them in animation in, in homage to his to his father when shinji's father does show up on on the picture of shinji's life he is very he's a he is a famously tough dad yeah gendo <laughs> yeah, it'd be interesting to find out more about Anna's father. What about Shinji's relationship with the Evangelion? I mean, that's that's kind of like a famous bit of Evangelion pop knowledge that, you know, Evangelion as a production is kind of a analogy to Evangelion, like driving a robot, <laughs> driving a robot yeah. Evangelion's like you, you know, especially from the Shinji perspective, like he doesn't want to do it. Uh, and yet he is made to have to do it. Does he ever say in the documentary like what his favorite activities were as a boy? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem to have any. Yeah. He likes to draw. That's what every everybody who has anything to 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 give about what uh, he is like is that he likes to draw and that he's very demanding. How about this? Like um, the idea that his father has a you know a uh, uh, we call it. Uh, prosthetic he has mm. a prosthetic mm-hmm. leg um so he's sort of like half man half machine oh right? yeah yeah of course right <laughs> oh absolutely so yeah which would lead you to wanting to draw like cool prosthetics which would lead you to drawing robots yeah man-like robots man-like robots, robots who or, might be your father or robots that you like <laughs> merge with yeah uh, on a molecular or an even electrical level a mental level oh yeah totally it's um, all there it is very sort of like the the avas are kind of cyborgs in a way do you think the concept of because the evangelion production was hard yeah we know that and then in the series evangelion the character of shinji you know doesn't want to be in the robot but must be in the robot um, do you think that idea emerged during production as the production got hard, like more, like more of the, like, uh, like the analogy became like appeared you, in, you know, in situ, if I'm making any sense at all, you, you, like maybe when they started like, Oh, he loves driving this robot. It's awesome. But then as he's trying to produce the show, it's like, wow, this show is really like, you know, it'd be better if he hated it. <laughs> you mean when, in the early stages of writing the story? Yeah. Uh, did they, did the idea emerge late that Shinji doesn't want to drive? Right, because he's making an analogy about when he first about comes up with it, he's designing like, okay, the show. This boy, he's fourteen, and the boy has awesome hair, and he has cool, <laughs> his cool friends, and, and he and he can drive this cool robot. <laughs> yeah, this sweet and robot. He's always like driving it to school. And he's like, like, and he doesn't have to work on whatever that last series I hated was. Yeah, doesn't have to do that ever. He just runs around beating up. Angels yeah, punch him in the cool. face. And, yeah, and his dad like welcomes him with a hug every time he sees him. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, this is boring. We <laughs> this show is boring. We need uh, to mix it up a little." Hmm. Yeah. Well, I think we're getting, I think the <laughs> we're getting too tired to give Shinji adequate coverage. Yeah, but I know that we'll be able to rally for comparing uh, Ano and Gendo Anno because and I Gendo. keep mistaking them. 
Yeah. Um, during the during the episode here. So Gendo, he's got a singular vision. He wants to start the human instrumentality uh, project. <laughs> right, right. He carries he carries this idea, Gendo, of like the like if we assume that Ano also suffers from you know difficulty relating with people. Uh, Gendo is sort of the wish fulfillment idea. Like, what if I could solve this problem? Right. Well, but the original would just be what finishing the series. Mm-hmm. Does that does that morph into eventually <laughs> like fixing the ending that his fans like didn't <laughs> like? Surprisingly, that's sort of what happens in the rebuild, right? Yeah, it's like instead of uh, instead of ending uh, being shot by one of your uh one of your employees it ends with like accepting your son and giving him a hug yeah, <laughs> so yeah. he reforms him <laughs> did they hug at the end of the fourth one i don't yeah. know that... yeah it's like yeah. The, the big moment one of the big moments i yeah gendo apologizes to shinji <laughs> what is happening one might say while watching that yeah it took me a while to to uh, come to peace with it did did uh did Anno's father ever hug him? Never, clearly. Yeah. That's the that's the problem. Yeah. But it created a <laughs> hell of an artist. Yeah. So go Japan. Yeah. Um also Gendo uh I think another bit of wish fulfillment has a grand scheme um mm-hmm. and has created this like huge elaborate organization uh where everything works and creates, you know, marvelous output. Sure, yeah. Um and he doesn't have to give he doesn't have to give direct, much direction. Yeah, he just sort cuz he the pieces just fall into yeah, pa- place for Yeah, he's figure it out for themselves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's kind of true. Yeah, it's it's sort of like uh everyone in that documentary is complaining that Anna won't give them enough direction. They, yeah. If he would just tell us what he wants, it'd yeah. be so much easier. And you you wonder that like we've wondered aloud uh you know, when looking at the 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 plot and the the I don't know the the physics of the series. Like, how do they build all this stuff? Like, how did how do they know? They're this? especially in the rebuild. I think one of the big weak points of the rebuild is how elaborate Nerve is when they have no employees, <laughs> <laughs> and he seems to be responding to things that would be even with you know Gendo Dead Sea Scrolls level of knowledge, would be very difficult to predict and pivot toward. Yeah. At the very least, you would need like an army of janitorial staff to keep that place <laughs> like operational. Right. <laughs> we see, we see like maybe a dozen of a dozen mm-hmm. of those guys in the orange jumpsuits. <laughs> right. It might be the same dozen. <laughs> but you know, in in uh, in the world that Anno has created in Evangelion, like all those jumpsuit, all those all those orange jumpsuit staff know exactly where to be, and they do their jobs without question. I'm sure we're missing some major detail there's a there's a whole commute they mentioned in one of the episodes the, the rush hour where everyone comes out of the secret hiding spot yeah i mean i'm willing to give it all sorts of all sorts of credit because that's kind of the magic of the character of gendo of like hey this guy like managed to make this whole thing being like essentially silent and giving the vaguest of instruction but look at the marvelous yeah thing he created anyway that's another thing I didn't quite get from the documentary, but you don't really see uh, Anno drawing Ava. And he maybe. Yeah, he has one on his desk, but I think he. I was thinking he probably uses it like a figure. I think he probably uses it to visualize, like, oh, what if it swooped this way? Yeah. 
But does he ever just this. like? I don't recall a, a scene of him like just drawing. That's what he tells people. So I'm done drawing Evangelion. I was done yeah, drawing Evangelion people. 25 years ago. He's got other you do it. That can do it. Yeah, I don't draw. Yeah, Evangelion anymore. Um, and then for a for a final bonus um, <laughs> bit, uh, what about Evangelion as a whole, um, as kind of a meditation on mm-hmm. you know sort of uh, death and uh, the human condition and what we you know kind of what we maybe picked up about Anno from learning more about him here um and i think maybe specifically the human instrumentality project uh because i think ano during the documentary he talks a couple times about you know suicide and Mm -hmm. you know things worth dying for and depression um and then the show being you know essentially i've uh, i've read it a couple of times as like gendo's long drawn out ritual suicide you know where he yeah that's true he's trying to find a way to die that he'll get to go to heaven or, or merge take everyone with him somehow or, bring, uh, <laughs> right some become one with uh uh yui <laughs> and uh i mean he'll have to become one with every yeah. consciousness yeah, which solves like he's found like the best way to die essentially. Yeah. Though, but he is trying to end but everybody's life, end including yeah, his. Yeah. So it's, it is sort of a pursuit of a mass suicide, right? Right, uh, orchestrated by one man. So it, it it's kind of inescapable with with uh, Anos, yeah. you know, you know, as he as he you know as he calls them close calls, where he's like, yeah, thankfully I didn't go through with it, but right, yeah. But, you know, this is well, something he, that happens he, when you're depressed. He, he says the only reason he didn't is because he thought it would hurt. Right. Fear of pain, which is the Shinji yeah. thing. Yeah. Right. Shinji, like, often says the exact same thing. He's, yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, what motivates me? It's not know. that he's even afraid of being dead. He's afraid of it hurting mm-hmm. to, get, to get there. And I've heard that, uh, <laughs> not to go dark on our dark, cynical <laughs> podcast about dark cinema anime, but I've heard of that from, you know, people who who've contemplated suicide of like, mm-hmm. you know, it, yeah, I would have gone through with it, but I, you know, thought it might hurt. Yeah. Yeah. That's what everyone wants is a pain, painless way out. Everyone says, it'd be nice to just die in my sleep. This would be a great, and with great that, place to just end. It's funny. <laughs> On a uh, lighter note, thank you for joining us. We, we have a couple of, uh, okay. we have a couple of, uh, of uh i thought i'd use the same post episode bits uh, okay again for the the humor factor well, let's do that uh or, or, i hope you're not skipping ahead the favorite no favorite scene, scene. Or, yeah okay yeah yeah definitely do, do you have one that comes to mind i i do actually the one that came to mind was or maybe you should do yours first because <laughs> yours, yours is real dark no no i mean what if we <laughs> pick the same one? Oh, okay well yeah well, okay i'll do mine and if well, i pick the same way. one that's yeah, too bad fine. It's too bad for you. <laughs> I'll just I'll just scramble. So I like when because he kept telling people to stop filming him, and at one point he's like, "Film the storm outside," because there's like a there's like a typhoon coming yeah. through or something. He's like, you want something interesting? Yeah, look at the, <laughs> the storm, storm outside. But it's like, my man, we have exclusive access to you. We could <laughs> we could look at the storm <laughs> right from anywhere we could have done that anyway in it fact of... our, the rest of our news team is probably doing that right now 
it's it's a real like wise way to be but it is irritating yeah it's like it's but it it all harkens back to that he doesn't understand he's not he must understand that he's yeah precious to the to his well, fans and that and bit of and the culture the bit of the the other documentary that i watched i watched the first 10 minutes of the fireside chat he bears all that praise very well mm-hmm. um you know maybe he was once the shinji who um you know lives for praise um but now you can tell that he's probably used to it and probably also has perspective and he's an adult right um boy we didn't we didn't get to that about uh, <laughs> about his character either but anyway um <laughs> i like that too my favorite bit um specifically was when uh, so it's a different one it's a different one. Oh, yeah. good i was a little worried i had a backup in case <laughs> yeah, <the> backup. <laughs> i uh i liked when gendo's voice actor was on oh yeah it's it's not like a especially insightful bit although he makes some nice comments about his character all the all the voice actors they have they feature a bit in the documentary where they say wow i'm glad i got to hear the end for my character yeah but just gendo's voice actor sounds exactly like gendo yeah the guy's not doing a voice he really sounds like that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's crazy too is he doesn't look like gendo at all <laughs> right like because i was like oh whoa like i had a completely different image in my head of what this guy must look like but he doesn't look like he would sound yeah. like gendo it looks like he's in like a, a a 90s like pop folk band yeah he's kind of a it's like he's guy, in blues right? traveler yeah. yeah yeah exactly he's kind of like a big bone yeah. fellow but he has this voice. Oh, it's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. He gets a lot of work. I looked at his, like, um, his IMDb page. Oh. Is he's got, he's oh, got a great Should have wrote his name down. Great voice. Maybe I wrote it. In my yeah. Notes, but, uh, he even. I'll have to tweet it. He even, like, his known for is not even, like, Evangelion's the top one. So he's, I'm glad he's. <laughs> oh, he's getting <laughs> He's work. capitalized he's, on yeah, that. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, he's like the bart simpson of i actually have like two actors. or three more pages of notes i didn't even look at I, uh, it's a, no more like five or six well, so, yeah i knew that we could fill <laughs> the time on this on this but, fascinating uh, if you're in the 0.001 percent of the population that maybe for the final this. thoughts on the episode oh yeah go for it um i'll just i'll just like i'll pull, I'll pull I, one out i mean too. we did I, touch I on some notes. of this stuff um Oh, there was that, that was another uh, quote that stuck out to me. He, he sort of had like a elevator speech or a pitch for pitching the show originally to the network to, you know, before he even got to do it. Oh yeah. That's the, um, I mentioned it. Yeah. And he says it's, it it was a proposal. This is the story of a youth who acquires great power Uh and makes a brave decision. And they were like sold. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> something new at last yeah. <laughs> that's it's so, that's so interesting because it's such a boilerplate <laughs> but then the what he's all about creatively is like creating something new i want to make something new this mm-hmm. is boring can we do it in some way that hasn't been done before yeah um i uh oh and there was one oh, other thing okay. i just Essential. remembered that i wanted to uh touch on was when he was a little kid so now we're just sort of picking up the no, stuff no, please, left, we uh, the crumbs. Don't I don't leave anything on the, on the table. Um, when he was a kid, he grew up watching uh, Space Battleship Yamato. Oh yeah, I have Star that line Blazers. in here. Yeah. He was ruined at 18 years old by Space Spaceship <laughs> Yamato. Yeah. So I saw that and I was done. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this is what I want to do. I mean, that was my that was my favorite show when I was like five years old. 
and and we and we ah, talked about we it before. It's Star yeah. Blazers. Yeah. Um, I knew it as Star Blazers, but uh, maybe after we someday polish off uh, Evangelion, <laughs> or maybe to do. Um, well, we ought to do one. Yeah. An, we could do, we do an episode, episode yeah. and just watch a few Star yeah. Blazers because now, uh, now that we appreciate it. Yeah, but there yeah. are um, similarities with Star Blazers and Evangelion, just very sort of um, superficial. But for one, um, in the new movie. And maybe this is this is probably just like a a, a a thing that just happens. But um, all the ships kind of look like the Yamato, the way they're painted. They're uh, like red on the bottom, and it's yeah. sort of a blue gray. But maybe that's just how battleships are. <laughs> but I, he I, was like the the technical drawer on on things, like the yeah. guy that you bring in because he knows how to draw one of those. Right. Yeah. He got it from uh, from Yamato. What else? What else would there be parallels? Well, that that'd be a good uh, conversation for a future. Here's here's the one note I'll pull out that I didn't that I didn't get to was I wondered if problems with understanding what Anno wants contributed to the ending of the series being you know running out of time and money, like if his yeah. if his you know kind of his essentially his need in order to create good art he's he's a collaborator right mm-hmm. he needs he needs to collaborate with people. Right. And so if he just wasn't able, due to maybe relative inexperience, like who knows, but to like kind of make it happen on schedule. Or to communicate. Oh, you mean? Because he, he had some grand idea and then he's like. It took too long and they ran out of money. And they didn't have the opportunity <laughs> to do to wait for six years on it. So right, he, couldn't, yeah. he couldn't finish it. And that happens. Oh, yeah. The same thing happens at the rebuild. He couldn't finish it. Yeah. Because he's. He's trying to make a masterwork, and he just needs more time. And then do that the second weekly... time around, it'd be even harder because you yeah. remember the the failure yeah, you exactly. perceived from. Yeah, which is silly because it's not a failure, right? But right. It's that, yeah, it's that whole it's, idea that you it's our favorite you thing. You can't uh, <laughs> mute your your detractors, right? Like, and then you focus too much on the ones that that are criticizing. <laughs> well, that's you the thing, and, especially in that community. Like yeah. even even in uh, Otaku No Video, like a big part of that. The show is just is just showing how like well you have these experts mm-hmm. and everybody everybody is like here's the guy who's a total expert here's the guy who's totally and these guys are kind of jerks about it yeah yeah <laughs> like that's that's long been in the nerd community <laughs> even before the internet yeah all right any last things oh we got to do our our next time next time on neon podcast evangelion what i mean i imagine we'll get back to the series yeah we probably we probably ought to um i still i still mean uh for us to do the uh what the spaceship homine is at some point yeah we'll do that another couple down the road uh, remind me what spaceship homine oh that is is. an early that was the first studio gainax project that he was he's not listed as director but he's yeah that he's the you know the head of the head of the studio or a head of the studio um and he's all over the wiki page anyway about it yeah <laughs> uh but the next episode of the series is ah oh, a classic she said don't make others suffer for your personal hatred or um the japanese title yeah this is the japanese title um this is a miracle's world oh we covered a miracle's worth last time our last uh which is the christmas episode oh yeah <laughs> hopefully you guys got to see that christmas episode yeah i'm sorry if you wasted your time watching it in preparation <laughs> for this one um so but <laughs> i guess we don't have a 
I don't, we don't have a teaser. You can just refer back to that, that, that last <laughs> yeah, go, one. Uh, episode twelve. We could talk uh, more about Wings of Hominis because we did watch the we did watch the uh, the trailer for it. Yeah, so, I don't remember it. Well, it was just kind of. <laughs> I mean, it was early days for Gainax, so it was yeah. sort of just one long ad for um, condiments. I guess hominis being like oh, right, at the yes. time when it like a like kind it's, of like an egg spread. In it's Japan. more. It's warmed up. Yeah, yeah, and it has it has like the happy egg. He jumps out of his shell, yes. and then he then he jumps in the in the in the uh, the microwave, and explodes out. When you, yeah, yeah. When you open the door. Yeah, and you have you have to. The, there's a whole thing where they're using sort of like paper towels to scrape the hominids off the top of the microwave. Right, and everyone's just beaming like huge huge smiles, yeah. and they're talking about how the radiation improves the taste. Yeah, and they've got yeah. their Ritz crackers ready. Right, the dancing, yeah. yeah, the little dancing monsters that come out. So that <laughs> that, was, that was pretty, pretty, uh, pretty hard to see. You know where the dramatic elements were yeah, around all that. It was received well by the mm-hmm. um, the critics, though. Right, right. It was an appetizing yeah. jaunt. Yeah, there was a bunch of space mm-hmm. spaceship stuff too oh but that's the right. main it's thing was the yeah. spaceship hominids <laughs> right hominids so we we'll get to that a couple a couple down the road yeah um okay so this is uh the bit where we uh we say goodbye oh, we should say one more time our um podcast if you managed to make it all the way to the end here congratulations uh, you're a, you're thank a great you for human. your persistence i hope you appreciate the quality <laughs> uh come hit us up on twitter at neon podcast ava one ah and you can uh review the uh the episode and past episodes on our website evangelionpodcast.com where i write some jokes and uh provide some uh some additional uh links and coverage from what we came up with and then if you have um a question or a comment or a criticism please hit us up on twitter and we will address it in the next mailbag <laughs> right especially if it's very uh, specific and detail oriented oh i should play us out Ooh, there we go let's do that we'll be um i also thought i could um give a different rendition of fly me to the moon at the end of every episode you mean like sing it well yeah because our 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 younger perhaps fans who only know the the amazon um version Netflix, ha, the Netflix version. <laughs> they cut out the, the yeah, fly me to the moon bit. So we're gonna we're gonna squelch out that Netflix plug too. Oh, oh god, damn it, I said it again. <laughs> ah, yeah, yay.